Good morning, everybody. This is the show before the show. Hope you're all doing well on this Wednesday morning. We have uh, Lizzie Sparks and David from out of town on vacation this morning. We're in Alabama. Sunny Alabama, from what I understand. Oh, it's beautiful here. Yeah, don't a rub lot it. of patriots here. We're on Gulf Shores. Don't rub it in. The weather here in St. Louis is a little on the uh, the wet side. But uh, so as we're getting everything ready, uh, good morning, Karen. Uh, as we're getting everything ready for the show, uh, just getting all the bugs uh, worked out and everything. Um, we have a great show for you today. It's going to uh, be awesome. Uh, awesome. I'll be. F- I'll be standing in for Vic this morning until he gets here. Good morning, Michelle. He'll be here at 8.45-ish. He's out there buying all the uh, lottery tickets so he can win that billion dollars. That's what he's doing right now. <laughs> he's definitely buying lottery tickets. Mm-hmm. Anthony, I am not at home. I'm in, uh, I'm in studio today. Uh, Vic will be back uh, at about 8.45 this morning. He's, uh, he's out running, doing some uh, errands and uh, meetings or whatever, and uh, he'll be in a little bit later. Angie, is Angie our uh, our one from across the pond? Yes, Angie. Angie is from UK. Good afternoon. Yes, so it's the afternoon for her. Good morning, Lizzie and David. Yes, it's going to be a whole lot of fun this morning. We got a lot of stuff going on. Well, I mean, you know, the news cycle doesn't uh, doesn't stop, and it never we're, ends. We're not going to yeah. stop. Correct. It just never ends. It's always the, uh, as I like to say, the stupid yes. people keep us busy. Yeah, the stupid people do keep us busy. That's for sure. As you can see. And somebody said the Facebook, I think it was Anthony says the Facebook streams mess up. Sometimes it does, but sometimes it's not on the show's end. So you just have to like go out and go back in or refresh. Oh, is that like when the uh, you get the circle of death? The circle of death. Yeah. Yes, the circle of death. Because I think we're all good. Yeah. No, we look we look fine here. Um, yeah, I know yesterday when I was watching the show. um it, no. fr- it froze up on my end a couple times, so uh, that does happen. Um, that does happen, yes. Unf- unfortunately, that's uh, beyond our control. All the tech on our end says that we are streaming. Okay. Yeah, that we are good. YouTube's good. Even YouTube's good. Rumble is good. Rumble just takes a second. Rumble comes up a little later, but when, it does come up. It's like it's like about a minute later for whatever reason. We only have like one viewer on Twitch, but that's the only place that we're not streaming from today. Yes. Nope. Uh, David, we cannot hear you now. We cannot hear you. Annette, yes, we are in Gulf Shores. How about that? Nope. I can't. Nope. This is the beauty of the show before the show. Yes. Speak louder into your microphone. Yes. (laughs) Just start screaming. Yeah. I can't hear you. Right? It's probably going to be labeled headset microphone, David. Yep. For all you that are here uh, at the show before the show, as you see, uh, we have a little merch on. I got the the T-shirt. Uh, I know it's a little washed out, but this is the uh, going to be like the the light gray shirt uh, with the cancel this logo. And I'll turn around. I love it. That way, yeah. Uh, when 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 you're walking away from somebody, they have the uh, the website that they can uh, they can go to. They can follow us. Uh, Cancelthishow.com. Follow us on all the uh, fun platforms. Yes. And then I also am sporting the uh, the trucker hat also. Love that. Love the trucker hat. We should be having our uh, our Shopify e-commerce uh, page up and running uh, shortly. 
Oh, Trisha said any pink options. Uh, you know, th- that would be great. That w- at some point. For right now, I, I think we're going to keep it simple uh, with uh, the royal blue, the gray, and the white. Um, once we kind of get rolling and everything. Um, Maybe in October, for yeah. sure, we can well, do that. We'll definitely have maybe like some um, limited edition colors or whatever for at certain yeah. periods in time. But yeah, um, I did find, uh, Trisha, I did find the ponytail hats. Uh, it is, um, I, I guess it's coming by Pony Express because it's taking forever for me to get them. Um, but yes. they are on the way. And it's the bra- it's kind of like the braided look. I'm um, not sure. I love that. I'm so, excited. That's the one uh, I want to wear. And I think there's, uh, I think we got three two or three different nice colors to choose from, uh, like a charcoal, a lighter gray, and I think some kind of like denim blue color. Uh, but yeah, yes. as soon as they get in, we'll get them, uh, we'll get them all, uh, logoed up and, uh, those will be added to the, the selection also. All right. Okay. I think we are good. Yeah. If we, if Joe, if you want to start the show. Yeah. All right. Let's go for it. You don't want to try and get this picture Good morning, everybody. This is Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. I'm Derek Pratt filling in for Vic Faust this morning. He'll be here a little bit later around 8.45. We got Lizzie Sparks and David coming in with us from sunny Alabama. Hi, David. Hi, Lizzie. How are you this morning? Uh, Lizzie is not. Her microphone is not on yet. My mic is on. There we go. There we go. Hi, Lizzie. There we go. Okay, there we are. From sunny Alabama. We got a packed show for you guys today. Um... Just it's the gift that keeps on giving this government and the, the media and all the rest of it just keeps giving it to us. Uh, we're going to be talking about the um, Yellow Freight shutting down. Uh, uh, later on, we're going to have Kathy and Steve Strick in studio. Uh, we will have uh, Josh from Greenlight Dispensary. And later when Vic comes in, we'll be talking solar and much, much more. So um, before we get going... We'd like for you to uh, take a look at our sponsors this morning, and if there's any uh, sponsors that uh, that you could use, please, please tell them that you heard uh, about them on CancelThisShow.com, and we'll go ahead and run those. Carroll House has the largest selection of solid wood with the hottest new styles, real furniture that's built to last, like our solid bedrooms, living rooms, and dining from Kincaid. Our volume enables us to save you a lot of money, especially during our solid wood sale. Plus, get free financing, fast free delivery, and free in-home design. So for solid wood, sweet styles, and solid service since 1964, shop over three football fields of furniture at Carroll House, because you like nice things. Hey guys, this is Dr. Mahesh Bagwe. I'm an orthopedic surgeon here in St. Louis for over the last 20 years. I went to Washington University. I got my medical degree at St. Louis University. From local high school athletes, college athletes, weekend warriors, injured workers, and even Cardinal baseball players, I've treated them all. Our practice strives to personalize care with every new patient being seen by me. To find me, contact my staff at drbagwe.com. That's D-R-B-A-G-W-E.com. Hopefully you don't need me, but if you do, you can find me now. 
Jonathan, what does make Rockwood so special? Rockwood, we carbonize it higher than anybody else does. So we're cooking out everything that produces ash, smoke, anything like that. Uh, it gives you a lot more control over the temperature, a lot co- more control over the fire, and it's a 100% Missouri product. All right, where can people get it? It's at 100-plus locations around St. Louis, any Deerberg, Straub's, uh, meat markets, wine and cheese stores, hardware stores, you name it, we're around St. Louis. Just check the website. And good charcoal should be able to break apart your hands like Absolutely, yeah. Right? If, if you can't break it apart by hand, it's not charcoal yet. It's still wood. They didn't do the job, so make sure it can break apart by hand. All right, get your rockwood charcoal. Marco, wait. What? No response? Hi, I'm Curtis Barks with Complete Auto Body and Repair, offering full service and auto repair to St. Louis and St. Charles. We are looking for someone to say polo. That's right. We are hiring. We want you now. If you would like to work in a well-paying environment, then you owe it to yourself to stop by one of our six Complete Auto Body and Repair locations. Will you help me find that missing person? Please call me directly at 636-488-HIRE. That's right. 636-488-4473. Dad and service. Oh yeah, and service. Attention, anyone who served, lived, or worked at Marine Corps Base Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987. Camp Lejeune's drinking water was dangerously toxic, and base personnel and their families have since suffered cancer and other illnesses. If you or a loved one spent time at Camp Lejeune and were diagnosed with cancer, you may be eligible for significant compensation. Call the Driscoll firm now. Consultations are free, and you won't pay a fee unless we get you the money you deserve. 1-800-805-4800. Welcome back to Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. This is Derek Pratt filling in for Vic Faust for about an hour or so. He'll be back at about 8.45. Uh, we have Lizzie and David Sparks from sunny Alabama fill, uh, with us this morning. Hello, Sparks. Can you hear me? Hello. Good morning. Hello, How are hello. you doing this wonderful, morning? Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, I'd love to have the sunshine that you guys are having. It's oh, cool. It is so nice down here, and there are so many patriots down here. They just love Donald Trump, and they're all talking about the indictments and all of that. Oh, speaking of indictments, the gift that keeps on giving. Um, did you uh, did you hear uh, what uh, the the good ex uh, um, vice president said about the whole indictment situation? Uh, why don't you tell us? Uh, so, um, our illustrious uh, former vice president uh, Mike Pence. He's uh, he's been on the campaign trail, and he's. Uh, been talking some gibberish uh, yes, with, he <laughs> when he was with um, Tucker Carlson. He basically told yeah. everybody that it's not his problem, and uh, yeah, he doesn't care. And, and again, you know, with the indi- the next the another indictment of Donald Trump, um, his exact statement was: "Today's indictment serves as an important reminder. Anyone who puts himself over the Constitution should never be president of the United States." Pence goes to say, I will have more to say about government case after reviewing the indictment. So in that situation, if he's saying that nobody should ever be president if they put themselves over the Constitution, is Mike Pence uh, able to be president? Because it sounds like he's interjecting himself in something that uh, he shouldn't be because this is more like a Venezuelan coup instead of uh, United States of America politics. I would totally agree with that. And if anybody even doubted at all 
what Pence is up to, they should know. I mean, he is just bad news, and he he should be backing his former president, not bashing him. Well, even, but I don't. Oh, go ahead. I'm even, sorry. Even if he's not going to back the former president, because every politician has some kind of you know aspiration to to go to the next step. At least don't you know, as they say, kick the guy while he's down. Um, you know, you serve Correct. you serve for the guy for four years, so you know, give give the guy a little bit of grace. Right. And he doesn't want to give any grace. And it just shows what most people had been trying to tell me and a lot of people that he was a snake in the grass, that he was never really for his president. He just wasn't. And the problem with him not being for his president, it's really showing everyone where he's at for sure. Well, and one of the other things, I don't know if uh, if you're one of those people that love to watch uh, different events, large events. Um and it's one of those uh, conspiracy theories um, because everybody wants to know what was in the white envelope at George H.W. Yes, Bush, at, yes. at, at H.W. Bush's funeral. Um, Mike Pence and his wife actually got one of the white envelopes. They did. It was basically Democrats and just him. And a lot of people were telling me there was a specific reason why. So I really looked into that. And I don't know for sure what was in that envelope. I don't. But it just shows the camp of people who he's with. So from what I understand, uh, the conspiracy theory says that uh, inside the envelope, it basically said they know everything. And then it was signed uh, George H.W. Bush. So it sounds like uh, before he took his final breath, he uh, had to clear his conscience and uh, took everybody down with him. So it's one of those situations where, you know, how far is Pence going to go? You know, will he will he sink his own ship? But it seems like he's doing a really good job so far. Right. Well, and like Robert says, Pence is not who they purport him to be or even he who he says he is. And if you look deep into his wife, Karen, she makes the name Karen personified. You think that she seemed like a nice, holy art teacher, but you look deep into her, too. They're deep into some really bad stuff, for well, sure. I mean, and it goes back to the whole politician thing. You know, you look them up in the dictionary, doesn't matter what their uh, their letter is next to their name. They're criminals, you know. Oh, ab- absolutely. And, we, and we've said this before that, yes, the Democrats, I don't know many good Democrats in politics. There's maybe some great normal Democrats, but th- the Republicans at that level, most of them are not any better. No, uh, but going back to that, uh, uh, the, in- the latest indictment on President Trump, you were saying, uh, what seems very interesting, and I guess it's not a coincidence because you are sitting in the the seat of the the most corrupt area in Washington D.C., so yes. they're going to stack the deck against you. It seems like the um, the judge in charge uh, was a Barack Obama appointee, and yes. from from what I read, uh, she is one of the most strict judges when it comes to laying down sentences for the J. Six stuff. Absolutely. And her name is Tanya Chutkin. I guess that's how you say. And so he is in a world of hurt that the federal charges against Trump. I mean, it's conspiracy to defraud U.S., conspiracy to obstruct official proceeding, obstruction of official proceeding, conspiracy against rights. And the list goes on and on and on is what he's charged with. 
Well, it kind of seems like they're just grabbing, a, you know, for for lack of better terms, they're just grabbing some poop and throwing it at the wall and seeing oh, how it absolutely. sticks. Oh, um, absolutely. Absolutely. That's it, exactly what they're doing. You know, it's turning our justice system into, you know, a, a clown show. Uh, it and, is a clown show. Well, especially mm-hmm. in the in the Washington D.C. area, that you know, it's it is literally a clown show. The only difference is, is they don't wear their uh, their red nose and their crazy colored hair. Right. They're just not quite as obviously crazy, but they definitely are crazy. And, you know, I got to thinking last night when this was all going on, you have to look at every state. Now, how are we going to fight something like this? As a normal person, we almost can't do anything but talk about it. But talking is great because you need to get awareness out. But I started looking at all the states and if anybody is fighting this, anyone. And, you know, this show is a national show, but we are based out of Missouri. And Andrew Bailey, who is our governor, he um, our, I'm sorry, he's not our governor, he's our AG. And he said, if there's one thing Missouri versus Biden has revealed, it's Joe Biden will do anything he can to silence his political opponents. He's targeting President Trump, which means he's targeting you. And Missouri is fighting back. And so if you're not from Missouri, and we have a lot of listeners all over the place, you need to check with your attorney general and see if they're going to sue the Biden administration, because that's what it's going to come down to is more states getting involved and suing the Biden administration. And Missouri is doing that. And we're down here in Alabama and we've saw a lot of people. We just got here last night and we were talking to people from all over and there's no one. Now, granted, Alabama Gulf Shores is a very patriotic place. So you can assume most people are conservative or a little right of center. But all of them were saying that that was the thing to do as well, is to contact your your AG. And we have got to start suing this administration. Well, and one of the other things uh, that you were going with, you know, state to state, how you can fight this. Um, a lot of people don't remember from history class that there is a, uh, if a group of states, I believe it's over two thirds, uh, get together um, and I and apologize, I cannot think of the uh, technical term for it. Maybe if you remember that, let me know. But if they come together, right. they, can, yeah. they can actually uh, override the federal government because it's, a, it's a collection of the states. Correct. Um, but and, you, and this is one of those examples that that can be done. And you can do it through the governor. But in the end, you have to do it through the attorney general's office. Pretty much. And so you, you need to fight and fight and fight. And Alabama, where we're at right now, is a prime example of how things changed. Alabama used to be a very democratic state up until like three governors ago because they were a lot of people here are union and a lot of people you know are you know the average joe worker but no one down here not a soul and i'm sure that's almost all the way across the united states people can no longer just be a democrat you have to be a freedom fighter and you have to get on the game and we even though we're one person the you know if today if you do nothing else whatever state that you're from find your ag and email your ag that you want them to fight this because as andrew bailey the missouri ag says and a lot of us have said that they're going after Trump because they're going after us. They don't really want Trump. They want us because they see as a collective whole, as you were talking about, Derek, they're coming after us. Well, as Trump said, you know, they're not after him. They are after you and I'm just in a way. Uh, That's exactly right. One of the other things I found very interesting is uh, how, you know, in a third world country, they always have this political, you know, put your opponent uh, in jail or, 
uh, you know, censor them or get rid of them. This isn't just the Republicans that the Biden administration is going after. I was uh, uh, I was listening this morning to the radio as I was coming in, and uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has been removed from Facebook, I believe, for another week or two um, because he was talking about uh, some, you know, different things that happened uh, through the, uh, the, the, the pandemic. And, yes. uh, you know, they, every time he says something, they, they don't have a rebut for it. So um, you know, not Correct. only is it the Republicans they're shutting down, they're also shutting down, you know, key Democrats that are, you know, uh, opposing the, their ideology and their thinking uh, in the Biden administration. Yes. I mean, it, it is absolutely ridiculous how they're co- they're coming after us. And you're right. There's Democrats that they're going after, too. And, and if you see a Democrat that they, the higher up government and our social media, if they're going after that Democrat, they're doing the right thing. Well, and that's sad that our government is so obviously going after us it, like this. Exactly. You know, it's 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 kind of like, you know, the government, you know, the the elected people against the people that elected them. And as uh, as Mary said on the chat line that, you know, the Biden administration won't even give Robert F. Kennedy Jr. presidential yes. protection. Correct. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, every presidential candidate, you know, whatever portion of it is, you know, they apply for uh, a, a presidential protection uh, from the Secret Service, and 99.9% of the time, they get it. So, you know, being the fact that his name is Robert F. Kennedy, his father was uh, taken out by an assassin back in the day, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's not surprising me that he is a, quote-unquote, target uh, of the uh, the Biden administration. And the fact that it shows what the Biden administration is all about, especially when they're not even giving uh, another man, uh, you know, the protection that is deemed for a presidential candidate. That is exactly right. And that should alarm all of us. And, you know, someone was asking me last week, why are they going after him? Okay, it's obvious that he's talking about the pandemic. That's obvious. But this is just my opinion. But I obviously think that's right. He knows where the bodies are buried. He knows. And he probably knows that they're never going to let him be the president. But he feels like he has to try. He has to get the word out. Because the documents about his dad and his uncle, they were starting to become open under President Trump. And and Biden closed that. Just, just closed it. And so there's some anger that he has there. But he can't say that. He, I mean, he, he really would be gone after if he said that, because that's a real conspiracy theory. Well, you know how I said yesterday, the difference between a good conspiracy theory and the truth is six weeks. But unfortunately, you Correct. know, <laughs> he, yes. he, the, the skeletons that are in that closet are pushing against the door so hard in the in the Biden household yes. that, you know, all you have to do is just walk by and give it a little jiggle. And I, I, I tell you what, you'd have more that doors opening. You'd have more bones on the floor than you could shake a stick at. But, you know, I guess that's what they're fighting for. And by going after their opponents, uh, you know, in, in Donald Trump and uh, Robert F. Kennedy, it's one of those deflection things. Like we talked, I believe the last time we were here, we spoke with, we spoke about how it's not about what you're actually seeing. It's what you're not seeing that's going, going on in the background. And that's what they don't want you to see or hear about. Yes. They don't want you to know about any of that. And the truth 
you know, it's a cliche, but the truth always comes out in the end. It might not even be in our lifetime, but the truth is coming out. And like you said, that that door to the closet where the skeletons are buried, it's jiggling and they know it and they're scared. I bet they are scared poopless because they know that people are coming after them and we're not stopping. It, it, it's, it's just, it's weird because it's every time there's like, like uh, the the whole Hunter Biden situation where he is, uh, you know, being, you know, that little sweetheart deal that he got. Uh, and then he, you know, they pulled some stupid stunts and then he had to plead a different way. It, it, yes. it's, it's just, it's a, it's not a coincidence that something else about Trump or, you know, somebody else that was against the Bidens just happened to come out when, you know, something was going on with Hunter or something was, you know, something happened to Joe or something. And it's the whole misdirection thing. So, you know, folks keep your eyes open because what, what the right hand, what you're seeing in the right hand, you should be paying attention to the left hand because the left hand is the one that is actually doing all the work and they want to distract you with everything that they're showing you with the right hand. So be vigilant in what goes in that situation there. But uh, that's exactly right, because what they're hiding is this whole Hunter Biden thing and, you know, and, and the Devin Archer and and yesterday or maybe it was a day before yesterday. It's now come out that the emails that Joe Biden was even involved in reveal the lengths of which the Democrats, Joe Biden and Obama went to control the narrative on the cupcake. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, there's, there's always a narrative that they want you to hear uh, instead yes. of the truth. Um, but it, you know, it's not. You know, it, it does. It, it goes back to Obama. It goes back to Clinton. Heck, it, it probably goes all the way back to the Bushes. Um, you know, keeping certain things in the dark away from the American people. Uh, it's just it's 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 ludicrous that these people are able to control a, a large portion of it. And there's a very few amount of people. So like, you know, coming back to the Hunter Biden, um, Devin Archer situation you were talking about, uh, I was scanning through some of that and how, how Joe Kip saying, you know, I had nothing to do with my son's uh, business dealings. Uh, well, we found out from the, uh, from the Devin Archer testimony that, Joe Biden was literally the phone call away. And that's the reason that Hunter got on these, you know, boards like Burisma or different yes. things like that. It, you know, mm-hmm. uh, as they say, uh, you know, Daddy Obama gave Uncle Joe the uh, the country to deal with. And I mean, Joe didn't even hide it when he said, you know, son of a bitch, the guy got fired. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, mm-hmm. he told us mm-hmm. exactly what he did. And he he, he wasn't shy about it. You know, and, and the fact that, you know, Donald Trump was indicted or whatever for lesser charges than Joe Biden is doing with his son, Hunter, and could, could be really affecting, you know, not our, only our security for the country, but it also our, our economic uh, situation in this country. You know, two Bidens are, are doing more damage to this country than a, a lot of, you know, insurrectionists on J6. Well, and that does, it makes it so obvious. The only people that believe whatsoever that 
the government isn't coming from us or for us is just a CNN, MSNBC watcher. You can go anywhere. For example, yesterday, somebody at the condo complex we were staying at, it's interesting what they're asking. They came right up to my husband and I and asked us who we voted for, which I thought was the funniest thing. We weren't even really talking about that. And when we told him, of course, that we are right of center, he was uh, like, yeah, nobody is really that far left. If they are, they only watch CNN. And he said the majority of this country, and he apparently travels a lot, he goes, absolutely is for America, absolutely voted for Trump. And so they're lying to us. And it's that's so infuriating to me is you watch some of these weird left wing shows and they're lying. They're flat out lying. And we already know that Republicans are in a lot of cases, they're not any better. They just don't like, as you said earlier, Derek, they just don't have the blue hair and the nose ring and all that kind of stuff. They look like a suited up version of the left because they're coming at us and it's a very few people that we have allowed all these years to control us they're up top they are controlling the masses and we don't know what to do about it but it's time we do something about it and i'm not advocating another j6 not because i don't think you shouldn't be there but you can see what's going to happen you go to dc they're going to put you in the gulag and we've i've already talked about how i was going to go and i didn't but what you can do sitting at home is even if you don't want to go out into the world, you need to email and call your AGs. You need to get on the phone. And this is something you can do right now. You need to find out who the attorney general and the governor is of your state. Send them an email and tell them what they're doing to President Trump affects you personally. And they're coming after you. And you need to sue the, the administration now. And that can be done. And you had said earlier, Derek, that a collective amount of states can stop this. People don't understand this. This can be stopped. I think you need uh, the two thirds would be somewhere around, I think, 30 states. Yes, that you 30 states. Yeah, I think that. you're right. I think it's right about 30 states and it can be done. Yeah. But the problem is, is you have, you know, those weaker conservatives uh you know Correct. we call them rhinos you have those that go along they go along to get along uh you know Correct. they just kick the can down the road and the fact is is there's enough of them that are in the way of the true patriots that want to see change in this country but the problem is is you know there we have a stronghold so much on the uh, from the top in Washington, D.C., that, you know, th those people there, and, and I can speak for this a little bit because my sister and brother-in-law are originally from, they live in that area. And so just going in that area, it's it's a different world. I mean, it's a completely different world. Uh, the, yes. the United States, the majority of the wealth in the United States sits in, I believe, a 10 square mile radius sitting in Washington, yes. D.C. That is that, nuts. And that's where all the power is. You know, well, and yeah, and, and like Mary's saying on here, she's tired of J6. And I and I do get that. I, I think we can't forget the people that are in the gulag there. We need to fight for them. But Mary's not wrong. That is also a distraction. J6, they use those poor people that went in there. And there's grandmas that are in the gulag that just literally walked in because the police told them to. That definitely, could, I could have been that grandma that walked in there because I love law enforcement. But what we should have learned out of the J6 is, is what you were saying. That little small area of D.C. is so powerful, but they're so evil that 
they're different than the rest of us. They can't just put us here in Alabama or in Missouri or in Texas, uh, maybe Illinois, but most of these other places, you can get an attorney and you can get out of jail for just trespassing. And so J6 does have to be talked about so that we can help the people, but I don't disagree with Mary. We've got to talk about something else too. J6 is a distraction for the left to use as a tool. Oh, very much so, because uh, back when uh, the Democrats flooded the, I believe it was the Michigan State House. Uh, yes. And, yes. They, and, and they were armed. Armed. They were armed. They were, they armed, were armed inside the Capitol building in the state of Michigan. Yes. And, you know, there was, from what I understand, nobody in uh, in, in the uh, in the Congress building, in the building, uh, the Capitol, was armed. And they were Correct. being escorted in i mean there's yes. there's plenty of videos especially you know we, we talk about the shaman on here you know he was being escorted around yes. the capital mm-hmm. i mean if he was really in the way and all the rest of that you think they would have bounced him pretty quickly but it, it's one of those things where they were taking him from one place to the other and you know they were speaking with the uh, the the officers uh, the capital police and, and it was a very cordial situation and then all of a sudden <clears throat> Yes. The guy's in jail because, you know, he did something that he was basically being allowed to do. But, you know, they going back to, the, to Michigan, they don't say a word about the whole Michigan situation where there were guns everywhere in that Capitol building. Correct. And they were correct. De- and but, Robert's but they saying were it was legal in Michigan and now they're changing the law due to that. So, I mean, it's just bizarre. I mean, it's it's just bizarre. And there's been protests in the D.C. Capitol by Democrats. Democrats have actually gone and done the same thing, screamed and hollered and yelled, and they just get escorted back out and go on their merry way. They don't even get a ticket. They don't even so much as get a financial a financial fine. It's it is obvious that the Democrats rule that. But if you talk to a Democrat, they will say, and they believe that, that they're allowed to do this. They're allowed because they're in the right, because that's how they feel about it. And they think that's the law. They don't understand the law. They they, they really don't. Well, and if they do understand the law, they don't care about it because the law doesn't apply to them. Right. At all. Exactly. No, the law does not apply to a Democrat, not especially in D.C., well, speaking of the Biden administration and everything, um, you know, it's interesting that I've, I was perusing last night and, uh, you know, we've been talking about cancel this culture and, yes. and all the rest of that. Did you? I, w- I was watching a video and uh, Joe, if you can ha- get that video, the whole Anheuser-Busch, InBev, Bud Light situation, uh, there is now cancel culture has finally, you know, turned the ta- turns its ugly head back on to, you know, those that are saying. So I was watching this video last night and they are getting lawmakers reactions to the the thousands of workers that are being laid off by Anheuser-Busch. So go ahead and hit this video real fast and you can hear what our, our lawmakers are thinking about. That what they did was wrong and they're not putting up with it. It's, it's accountability that's missing and consequences. I don't think there's any question at all that they've insulted, uh, you know, the main, main street America and, you know, when your uh, you're advertising and promotion insults people, uh, they react. I worry about a lot of things that are happening in America, um, but you know, using uh, trans kids to score political points isn't one of them. And uh, 
Just leave it at that. Uh, stick to the product that you're selling, right? Like, tell us why it's it's the best beer in America. Um, stick to that kind of advertising. That will sell beer. Um, I think if people just, if businesses just stayed in their lane and and stopped getting, trying to become political, they find that uh, they, they don't end up in this situation. You make poor business decisions and it ends up costing you and your consumer base and then you're led to do layoffs, you have to start looking at the top leadership and the decisions that they're making from a marketing perspective, from a product quality insurance quality control perspective. So if they had to lay people off based on their own decisions, that's on them. I think Bud Light has a right to run their company how they want to run their company. And if it has upside, it has upside. If it's downside, it has downside. I was never a Bud Light fan, nothing against it. Just never drank much Bud Light. I think Brand Heiser-Busch uh, and their parent company, they should wise up and get out of politics. I think what they should do is, is get out of uh, playing uh, any part of the culture wars. Uh, don't participate uh, on either side, and you'll do just fine. You know, ultimately, Anheuser-Busch for decades was the all-American brand of beer, and uh, I advise them to go back to being an all-American brand. It's it's tragic what's happening. I mean, it, it was a, it was a good American business owned by a great family. As a Missourian. It's sad to see people lose their jobs because of the mistake that, that was made by Anheuser-Busch. And, and, uh, and hopefully they'll course correct and, and uh, be able to return to the greatness that they were. I think they've learned a lesson. Uh, it's probably no one person, but whoever, but somebody signed off on, on that. And so they, they, got what, they got what was coming to them. And that is so interesting. I think even all the legislators were a little bit different about that. And I get the frustration of Americans and that's they can't do anything else besides writing a letter. So they speak with their money. So they decided I'm not going to buy Bud Light anymore. Now, on the flip side of that, Bud Light can run their company however they want to. And I do feel bad for the Missourians that are losing their job. I, I, I do. But I understand Americans saying enough is enough, and they just don't buy it anymore. Well, it, there's consequences to running your business that way. Very much so. I mean, you know, even even in the small business uh, sector that that we are in, you know, it's all about the customer service, and it's all about the product. You know, it, it seems like Anheuser-Busch uh, being – a a company that's now owned by a European conglomerate, which I, I don't believe that the Bush family would be allowing this to happen for one, if they were still in charge. Correct. Correct. Uh, but number two, it's the fact that you have this whole culture of let's just play to the thing at the time. And the fact that yes. they are being, uh, you know, the reaction that they're getting is costing uh, I believe I read the other day it was uh, at least 350 corporate jobs. So corporate jobs yes. are you know higher paying jobs, um, which you know that's taxes that are not being paid. That's a family that's not going to you know be able to support themselves. You know pay their house payment, pay their car payment, put food on their table, you know go on a vacation, whatever. You know those 350, and now they're saying that the sales are down over 26 yes. percent since this whole thing yes. happened. I mean, 26%, when you have big people, uh, big companies like Costco putting their little yellow asterisk label on your product, which basically means you're gone. Yes. Well, and it shows how divided 
our country is, even over a beer, even with conservatives, have different points of view like this. Like Bindi points out, even the Bush family is divided. Look at Trudy, who was running up against um, Eric Schmidt. And the other Bushes that are siblings, there was like six siblings, most of them tend to lean to the right. But even in one family, if you look at what they're saying about this, some understand it's being boycotted and others think it's a travesty. And I absolutely feel bad for the workers. But I, as I said before, I understand that Americans are standing up because they're tired of this, but it costs. And who is the victim here? There's a lot of victims here, but it isn't the consumer. If the consumer doesn't want to buy it because it's against what they stand for, good for you, good for you. But you shouldn't feel guilty that now it's hurting the workers. But I feel bad for the workers. It's just a travesty all the way around. People need to just, whatever they're doing, if they're a musician, just play the damn guitar. Mm -hmm. If you're selling beer, just sell the damn beer. And stop this woke culture because you're going to get canceled one way or the other. And, you know, hence cancel this. We are always talking about cancel culture. If you don't just stay in your lane and sell your product right or left, People are so divided and so angry. There's going to be a cost to running your business. I think they're doing it on purpose. You can follow the paper trail and go back and find out all these companies are owned pretty much by the same company. Yes, yes. And they're doing this to divide everybody. It's on purpose. It's it's very clear that this is definitely intentional. Yes. Yes, and I agree with you, Joe, is there's a much bigger picture that we hit very often that it goes back to a purposeful divide. Who's doing it? Well, we know it's the deep state, and we know it's the very high-up money corporations, and they make money, and all of our dissent and our angst is worth it to them. Oh, definitely. You know, and I, I'm a, uh, I, I've never been a Bud Light drinker. Um, I, my, per, my preference is uh, Bush or Bush Light, which is an AB brand. Uh, I, I'm not boycotting them because I don't dis, I don't agree with them. Uh, it, it is what it is. I mean, you know, if I if I boycotted everything that I disagreed with, I wouldn't be able to buy anything. Unfortunately, isn't that the truth? I mean, you, that, you, that is the truth. you wouldn't. But here's the here's the problem with that is eventually, you know, that is going to trickle down to. The, the warehouse worker, the mm-hmm. frontline worker, the driver, it, it's going to go, I, I, I believe uh, uh, Robert said it's going to go all the way down to, you know, the suppliers of the, the, the wheat and the barley and the hops. You know, if you're not making the amount of beer that you were making, it's going to affect that farmer eventually. And it, it, it's, it's stupidity at its best, but, you know, it goes back to mismanaging a, a, a company and your company, if you mismanage it, then, you know, it's not going to go right for you. And, and speaking of mismanaging companies, this leads us into our next topic with uh, the Yellow Freight Corporation, uh, one of the largest union transporters of goods in the, uh, the United States. Um, they have a big hub here in St. Louis, I believe, down by uh, Anheuser-Busch Brewery. Yes, ironically. Matter of fact, mm-hmm. they, they were a... Uh, a big um, transporter for Anheuser-Busch back in the day. Yes. Uh, and, and it's one of those things where it, it is. It's the largest employer of Teamster drivers, and, and they're losing 30,000-plus jobs because of mismanagement. Nothing different than uh, you know what Anheuser-Busch is doing. It's just a different uh, choice in how they're mismanaging uh, their business. 
Correct. And the laid off workers, they're going to have a tough time finding quality jobs somewhere else. They can go and drive a truck somewhere else. But some of these people have been working there for 15, 20, 20 years and were vested. And if they go to a different trucking line, they're not going to have those same benefits. It's almost like they have to stop, start at the bottom. And, and, and it is true. Jay saying yellow has been losing long before. It just, I think they've been mismanaged, and that's what you were saying, Derek, is they've been mismanaged for a long time. InBev might have just been the nail in their coffin. Uh, well, it's, and, and InBev wasn't the nail in their coffin. Uh, you know, this is one of those things I was talking to Lizzie before the show, and, you know, my dad was a, uh, a, a, a Teamster trucker driver back in the day when I was a kid. And, you know, we would talk about different uh, things going on. And uh, Yellow Freight, uh, USF Holland, uh, ABF, uh, some of these big trucking corporations that you would see going down the road, uh, they were all, they're all union Teamster drivers. And, and these are good paid jobs, you know, whether it be in the sitting in the truck driving or it's in the, the dock area and everything, good union paid jobs. And the fact that, you know, companies like Yellow wanted to, uh, you know, be the top dog so they started buying their competition out so so usf holland unfortunately is going to get hurt in this situation because they're going down the hill with it uh but what, one, what did mary ask what exactly was in the yellow trucks wasn't it just a plethora of different things you they actually contracted with specific companies so it wasn't just bush it was a lot of other things they were a they were basically a freight company so um let's say you had uh, uh a large tool uh like a big um a tool of some sort and you needed it shipped from here to wisconsin so you would actually you, you would go to a broker or whatever and you find out what is the the price to get this item to the whatever and large companies like this you know if they had the space in their uh, their truck to take it there they would give you a bid for what it would cost and you know i guess what they say the, the 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 best bid wins but since they were the big boy they were able to keep the cost low uh, what i thought was very interesting when i was doing a little bit more research into this is and I wish my dad was still alive because, man, he could sit here and talk about this for 20, 30 minutes or more and give you really in-depth information about you know the, the trucking world. But uh, they, they took over $700 million in federal funds to kind of I, I mismanage themselves a little more. This has not been you know something that's happened in the last 10 years. This has been decades in the making. And finally, a 100-year company is unfortunately going under because mismanagement uh, of funds yes. and you know, don't get me wrong uh, you know circumstances will happen in front of something to where you know the economy i mean we're, we're talking uh i was looking last night uh as of 2022 the average uh yellow handled an average of 49,000 shipments per day 49,000 shipments per day as of July 28th, which was a couple days ago, the estimation is around 10 to 15,000 daily shipments. So you're talking, uh, uh, what, 20% of yeah. the original? And not just yeah. that, you know, you have, you have the average uh, daily price of diesel is $4.29. 
$4.29 per gallon for, for an 18 wheeler. Well, yes. the average semi truck gets 6.2 miles per gallon. So do the math. You're not even, you know, you're not, you're losing money there. And the fact that between state and federal taxes, it's over 60 cents per gallon going to taxes. Yes. And, I mean, and no matter what the reason that they're going out of business, whether it was mismanagement or it was the pandemic or it was boycotting, whatever it is, it is a travesty to see a business that's been, like Donna says, 99 years in, in, in employing people and transporting things, that it's just gone now. It's, it's a century old business that's over. Yeah. And, and, and this is going to bring us into our next segment, uh, because those people that have lost their jobs uh, now have to worry about, you know, am I going to be able to pay my mortgage for my home? Am yes. I going to be able to pay my, my, my cell phone bill, put food on my table? So as we bring Kathy and Steve Strick in, how are you guys doing this morning? We're doing great. well, Derek. How are, how are you? you? Not too bad. So in this situation, uh, I'm going to ask you, Steve, um, Going from watching these 30,000 people lose their job in the mortgage market, how is this going to affect, you know, I mean, it's a small percentage of people, but everyone has a mortgage. Yeah. How's this going to affect that? It's going to affect mortgage, uh, I'd say, default quite a bit. We haven't seen what's going to happen in the economy yet. You know, the mortgage market and the real estate market has slowed down and slowed down a year and a half ago. Um, but the rest of the economy is coming. So when people start losing their jobs, there's going to be automatic default on these mortgages, and then you're going to see the foreclosure rates go up. Um, they're not projected to go nearly as high as they were in 2008, 9, 10. Good. But you know, we're going to see it higher than we've seen since then. Sure. Yeah, and it's one of those things where I, I, was, I, I was looking at some of the numbers, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, Kathy, but uh, will we ever see interest rates sub-fives? That's in, your, in your in your profession, that's, that's quite a question. In your, yeah. in your professional, in your professional opinion, <laughs> yeah, I, I know you can't predict the future, but you know, as, as a trend, you know, I'm looking at you know, as a homeowner, mm -hmm. I, I could cash out big time on my house. Right. Unfortunately, I have a 3.25 percent APR. Yeah. I yeah, can't walk. I can't walk away from that. Right. We were talking about that yesterday. I think some of the <clears throat> predictions that they're, the economists are saying is possibly sometime next year we might start seeing something in the fives again. Okay. Um, definitely heading towards the sixes, but in the fives. And if we get to that five threshold, and that will release a lot of inventory because the people that are in the the high threes to mid fours, that's close enough for them to go. Oh, I'm kind of growing out of my house, and I can live with five. 5.25, but I can't live with 7.25. Sure. And so that's what we're hoping. That's what we're, you know, watching. That's what the economists are saying they think is going to happen. But all, all that, of course, is based on the economy. And one of the other things I'm, I'm seeing, because in Eureka, where I live, uh, you know, your typical four-bedroom home, 2,000 to 3,000 square feet on roughly a <clears throat> patch of land, because, mm -hmm. you know, the, the land builders they yeah. the, you know there's not an, they're, they're not making any land left so right. they're taking every inch that they can right. and in a home like that averages sale or you know average asking price is between 360 and 475 depending on how big it is where it's located and it's always about location 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 sure. do you see in in your area that you are you guys are in are you seeing any of the uh, prices kind of 
level off or are they still one of those situations to where we're going to ask this price and hopefully get about fifty to 75000 over asking price? <clears throat> That's very home dependent and it's a very area dependent right now. So we have a batch of homes that are very sought after area. They've done the work. It's turnkey. We still have people making multiple offers on those houses. Sure. But we do have houses that are sitting. We have houses that are having to do price reductions. We have houses that are having to put the work in and do some upgrades because the, the cost of a price reduction is a lot more than what they could do on some of the upgrades. So we are seeing a mixed bag in St. Louis. Sure. Um, we're hearing other areas around St. Louis. I just talked to somebody in Nashville that's saying that they are definitely going downward in price. Um, <clears throat> their builders are negotiating on... Uh, new construction. We're not quite there yet. We can do a little bit of negotiating with some of the builders, but but again, there's there's not um, the inventory to pick from here. So we still have a pretty good, healthy builder inventory um, ready to go. So they're not necessarily giving those houses away yet. Um, but it's probably coming a little bit unless we go back down on those on those interest rates. Then we're going to see that inventory break loose and then we'll see another surge in, in real estate happen. Definitely. And in the mortgage industry, uh, are you seeing people a little more hesitant about jumping into a, a larger home these days because of that high interest rate? I mean, in my situation, we, we know our budget and unfortunately we're not like the government. We just can't write a check or print more money. Right. But are you seeing uh, situations where like people like me that are sitting in that 3.2, 3.3 to 4% uh, they're a little hesitant about, you know, jumping ship just because they know they can make money, but on the back end, they don't have enough money to cover that seven, eight uh, percent interest rate. Of course, yeah, no, I mean, you're seeing a lot of people pause, and, and they want to see what's going to happen with their job too. Sure. You know, just because you can afford it today and barely get by to seven percent interest rate, that doesn't necessarily mean that you should do it. You know, I tell people, though, all right. the time, if you can afford that this house at the 7% rate, you're not concerned about the future, buy it. Because they're not going to make that house. Do not miss out on that opportunity because you can refinance that house right. later. Now, yes. if you do have concern, it's okay. You know, pause. We would never want to put somebody into a situation where they're going to be in trouble or they're going to barely be getting by paying their bills or they're going to default on their mortgage. So, mm -hmm. yeah, no, we're seeing a lot of people pause. I mean, us as well you know yeah. we, we have homes and and they're the three percent two point eight seven five percent and to move into a home like ours at seven percent it would be a major major difference in payment mm -hmm. well not i mean you're paying what almost the 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 double. yeah you're paying double mm -hmm. the payment now <laughs> you know not necessarily almost. double almost. It, it, it's about 50 percent it would go up okay. yes but if the <laughs> interest rate doubles i mean i did some math on some average you know housing payments if it went from three and a half to seven percent you know, and hypothetically, let's just say that your payment was um, three thousand dollars a month at three and a half percent. It's going to be forty five forty five hundred. Oh, easily, easily. Yeah. Uh, I remember uh, talking to my parents back in. Uh, oh God, I was do the math. And those here. are off the cuff. For everybody, it's listening. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, yeah. Don't I say, hammer yes, me and be yes. like, oh, well, I just exactly. put, pulled out a mortgage calculator. Don't, don't take these. Uh, <laughs> don't take these numbers to heart. Sit, right. sit down with the. Right, don't call Steve up and go, Steve. <laughs> you know, no. Right. You know what? If that's the first call I get. <laughs> <laughs> sit, we, we, we encourage you to sit down with, with, with Steve and Kathy. You know, if you're looking into 100%. a home, you know, uh, Kathy, you're with the uh, Experienced Real Estate Partners, 
314-276-SOLD. 314-276-SOLD. If you need a partner in real estate to find you that home, or if you're getting rid of your home in that situation to where either you're downsizing or you know, you're in that financial situation to where the 7% doesn't scare you, give Kathy a call. And that, that, that wonderful looking gentleman next to her, <laughs> if you need, if you need, uh, need help with, uh, with anything in mortgage, uh, so you can find Steve at New American Funding. And I believe uh, it is uh, scrolling on the bottom. His phone number, 314-374-0770. They will be able to help you out. If you need money, call Steve. <laughs> As I say, if you need money, <laughs> need, call Steve. Yeah, you need money. Or if you just want, if you just have a man crush on Steve like Derek does, <laughs> give him a call. Give him Everybody a call. does. I am kind of envying yeah. the... the, the yeah. Everybody has a crush His dad bod looks a little better than yeah. my dad bod. <laughs> oh, exactly. For sure. Well, and I agree with what Steve Steve said earlier that you only live once. And if you're if, if money is just so tight, okay, then don't do it. But if you come across a house that you love and you just know that that would just make your heart happy, 4%, okay, it could be a really big deal to someone else. But if it's like, okay, I'm, I'll pay that extra couple hundred a month because I want that house, you need to do it. You only mm -hmm. live once. And someone just brought up the money that are going out towards rentals are crazy right now, too. Yes, so you have to factor yes. that in, too. Absolutely. Here's the other thing that people can, you know, do to maybe compensate for that increase in payment is a lot of people don't think about restructuring the debt that they've already got. Correct. And what I mean yes. by that is, you know, if you if you see a home and you've got $100,000 to put down on that home, maybe you put $80,000 down and you yes. take the other 20000 you pay your credit cards off. So now you don't have those credit card payments of four, five, six hundred dollars a month, and now you know you're paying pretty much the same in, as far as cash flow is concerned. On that higher interest rate, you don't have the credit card payments, and um, you know you can refinance that that mortgage later. It's funny you say that. You know, we we as homeowners look at that APR on our 30-year mortgage and we're like, they oh, don't man. look at the credit they don't card look at the, APR, They man. don't look at the 22 to 30 percent. People are sitting <laughs> here with three, $4,000 on a credit yes. card yeah. and, and they don't realize yeah. you're paying two to $300 sometimes just in interest yeah. to a credit card company. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Take that two, $300 that you're not paying there. And like you said, restructure your yeah. bills to where you're not paying that high interest rate. And then maybe you can afford that, you know, you can take that jump into that 7% home if it's the home that's right for you. We've got somebody right now who's actually refinancing their home. It's, it's a life event, right? So I understand, mm -hmm. you know, things happen in life. There's, there's a bunch of different things that can happen. But we were talking about her, her current bill situation and her current bill situation was X, Y, Z. And I said, okay, tell me about your car. And she has a $2,000 a month car payment. And I said, okay, all right, so how much do you owe on that? How much equity do we have in the house? What we're doing is we're taking the $90,000 out of the equity when we refinance her house. It's going to increase her payment by 500 bucks a month, but it's going to decrease her cash flow going out by 1500 Correct. So she's literally going to net 1500 in cash flow just by restructuring her, her current debt. It's basically just moving the money around. Moving around. That moving makes it more interest to, to further amortization. Exactly. And, and, and what the, uh, the other thing that people may not understand is, you know, having that equity in your home, you can use what's called a HELOC. HELOC. Mm -hmm. And a HELOC can be done two different ways. And correct me if I'm wrong, you can do a fixed rate HELOC, mm -hmm. or you can have basically like an open line of credit, which your, your home... In, uh, equity is your credit. So you can use that as you need, pay it off as you need. 
and, and you don't have to worry about paying the exorbitant 22 to 28% right. credit card and get yourself in debt. Not just that, you can write off the uh, interest on a HELOC also. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in that situation, you were talking about getting the restructuring of that, uh, that lady. It, it makes sense when you put it down on paper. This is what you're paying for 2000 By the way, I want to know what kind of car you're driving for $2,000. <laughs> because that's more than my house. <laughs> but, you know, like you said, it's a net gain of $1,500 a month, which yeah. will put her in a better situation. Yeah. So going back to you, Kathy, what are you seeing in the market right now? Right now, what are the trends that you have seen in the last uh, month or so? It's actually we're having a pretty decent July. We had some late inventory come on because it was really, really shy in the March and April months. So in June and July, we saw a little more than what we typically see percentage-wise. Still, way less than what we've seen overall in the years. But um, just have a continuous flow of of new inventory coming on. We have almost 570 new houses on this week. Um, in the general St. Louis area. And most of those are still going under contract pretty quickly. But again, it goes back to, did you price it right? Is it showing well? And did you bring it to market the way you should bring it to market to kind of get the hype up and and get people excited about it? So um, just a lot of the same the last few months here, but um, definitely thinking that we're going to start going down in inventory in, in August. Traditionally, August and September in St. Louis are some of our lower months. Is the reason for that because it's getting closer to the school starting? That's what I figured. Now, uh, I know this is, it's a weird situation with the the market, but normally around uh, Christmas and everything, it's kind of a pause uh, for people. Uh, And then does it come back in in January? Yeah, so I've been doing this for 26 years and looking back at my my particular sales in, in the St. Louis area, it's oddly comes back for just a little blip the week before Halloween, for whatever reason, I don't know, it's oh, relocation wow, yeah. a lot of times comes in the fourth quarter. People are wanting to get into a house before the end of the year, tax purposes, things like that. So we see September be one of our slowest because it's back to school end of end of August. People's mind shifts into school and getting back into routine. They're not really looking at houses. You see the end of August to the last uh, hurrah for vacation. Sure. So you see a lot of people gone. And then it's weird, like the week or just a few days before Halloween, we see an uptick in people coming back out to look for homes. So we do always try to encourage people, if you need to sell or want to sell, you don't have to wait until spring. You can strategically bring it on in the fall market. And you have typically have less other sellers that are competing for that buyer. If we see a dip in interest rate, we will see buyers come out in the fall. Oh, they'll if, jump on it. They'll like, jump on it. They'll jump on it. Now then what? it slows again January. Okay. And then we start usually seeing pre-spring market come out by mid-February, March. This year, it was really slow. It didn't hit until April, late it, April. And it, it can that be uh, attested to weather situations also? It absolutely can be tested to weather. So yep. if we're under two feet of snow, we don't bring your listing on. Well, <laughs> like if you're ready to go, like all of a sudden we get a snowstorm, we're going to pause you just because we know typically we're not going to see the, the results. But they do have, in but Michigan. They well, don't care. Yeah, Michigan's whatever. <laughs> That's uh, right. Now, Steve, one of the questions I have for you, uh, when when Kathy was talking about you know different times of the yeah. year that is best uh, you know typically for buying a house or selling a house, uh, in the mortgage side, uh, recommendations for a pre-approval. <laughs> How important is a pre-approval these days? It's it's the most important thing that you can do. And I tell people this all the time, too. If you think about buying a house, get pre-approved. Yeah. That is the first step that anybody should take because there's so many things on your credit report that we uncover 
that you may or may not be aware of. It could be a late Best Buy payment just because you forgot to put it on auto pay and you didn't see the mail. Mm -hmm. It could be somebody moved and they didn't get that medical bill and now it's in collections. Um, those things are roadblocks sometimes yeah. for you purchasing a home. And then it's also, it's, it's purchase power. You need to figure out what you actually qualify for. And we were talking yesterday too, like your New American Funding has a really great cash alternative program. So, we do. Yeah. So the buyer, you might not have cash, but if you're competing and you keep losing against all these other contracts, because they're removing all their contingencies and one of which is a finance contingency, you can get pre-approved for a cash program where actually like New American Funding will come to the table and buy the house and then resell it to you a couple of days later to give you the cash to, so that you can go and be not contingent on financing. Even if you think you just that's a maybe for you, you should go ahead and go through and get pre-approved and underwritten for that program so that if you are in a situation and you do fall in love with the house and you don't want to lose it, it's too late to go, oh, let me check into that because mm -hmm. you're gonna eight o'clock response time and this might take two or three days to get underwritten for. So we're saying definitely talk to the mortgage people up front. Get all your options in front of you. Get approved for everything you possibly can so that you're armed and ready to pounce on the house when you when you find it. Yeah, and the cash offer product that we have is strong. It's, <laughs> it's very, really very strong. Cool. You see a lot of different cash offer products. that They're not as, um, I mean, for lack of a better word, they're not as strong as our product. And it's a real cash offer. You know, we show the buyer bank statements with millions of dollars in there. And these other programs, you know, it's not the way that it works. But we just had a client, one of my loan officers told me yesterday, we had a client in Florida. Um, the only reason that they won that contract was because of that cash mm -hmm. offer product. So as I say, cash is king, money cash talks. Is king. Yeah. And the it's not anymore. The rest of it won't. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, um, again, uh, you can contact Kathy Strict with Experience uh, Real Estate Partners at 314-276-SOLD. 314-276-SOLD. And if you need that mortgage uh, financing, and also, like Steve said, if you need that cash that cash up front to make you, you know, stand out in front of the other people, get a hold of him at New American Funding Mortgage. Now, before we go to, to the nine o'clock break and everything, uh, I've listened to you guys uh, uh, on the show and uh, talk to me more about this new age health wellness. Uh, because, I mean, sure. I, I, I never would ask somebody's age, but I guarantee you're a little bit older than I am. <laughs> but you guys, no, you guys, no, they're not. <laughs> you both look, you look <laughs> amazing. I mean, you know, the glow, you know, I'm, just I'm 82. Uh, 82. <laughs> you should run. I you should, you, you, should, you should run for president. I hear all the old people are doing this. Over here. But, but tell yeah. me a little bit about new age health and how that can benefit even a 42 year old like me. Mm -hmm. You want to go for it, go for since it. I talk all the time? No, go for it. It's all you. Now, new age health and wellness um, can help on a myriad of things. So <clears throat> we're, we're a hormone replacement and, and um, hormone and um, weight loss, I'm sorry, medical weight loss uh, clinic. Uh, so depending on if you're in your 30s and you're just not feeling the energy, 30s, 40s, like a lot of times when you think of hormone replacement, especially for women, you think about menopause. Sure. It definitely starts way before then because our hormones change as our age changes. And so you really should be looking into what your optimal zones are. So we will blood test you, look at what your um, your normals are, what, op what might be optimum for you, and then give you some therapies that might help you feel more energetic. It might help you lose a little bit of weight just with the hormone replacement therapy. It also helps clear brain fog. 
Um, it raises libido. There's all kinds of things that start to happen as you age. And we're told when we go to our regular medical doctors, typically, that that's just normal. We're getting older. You're tired because you have kids. I mean, you've been married for 20 years. So of course, your libido is going to like all those things. And that's not true. It really has been driven by your hormones a lot of the, t- a lot of the times. So there's that. There's also testosterone therapy. You can talk about that for the guys, peptides. Um, go ahead and. Good. <laughs> we got a couple of minutes so, yes. before breaks, so Ste- go for it. Okay. Stephanie's got a question. How much is a consultation? The consultation's free. We want you to know that you come in for your consultation is completely free. If you want to move forward with your labs, you know, then we'll talk about that. But our, our blood labs are the cheapest I've ever seen in the market. So, um, you know, we recommend that everybody gets their labs done too, whether you're feeling great or you're not feeling great, because that's your blueprint of what's going on in here. And a lot of doctors, general practi- practitioners, I'm sorry, uh, they do not actually test for what we test for. So it's a little bit deeper, a little bit uh, more in-depth dive into your vitamins, into your peptides, into your testosterone levels, into all your hormone background. Um, and it's amazing when you tweak a couple things. It could be a vitamin such as vitamin D, or B12, or vitamin C, or, or zinc, or you know all of these things that you can buy at Walgreens. If you're low or deficient in that one thing, it could throw a lot of other things mm-hmm. off. So yeah, I recommend coming in. And there's there's all kinds of benefits for testosterone, men and women. Okay. And then of course we've got the medical weight loss too, which medical is really weight loss really, really popular fire. right yeah. now. So yeah. I was just talking with a client of ours was texting me late last night saying how amazing. She feels she's been on the semaglutide shots, which are the once a week shots for weight loss. How amazing she feels. She's lost 25 pounds. We just interviewed a client last week that's lost 50 pounds off of it. Um, also feeling great, more energetic. So that's something if, if you've been struggling with uh, losing some, some pounds, that might be an option for you. We also have some other weight loss options as well. Well, perfect. If you are, uh, you're needing anything with the Strix, uh, mm-hmm. call Kathy. Uh, if you're looking to buy or sell a home at Experience Realtor Partners, mm-hmm. 314-276-SOLD, 314-276-SOLD. Steve can take care of you on the mortgage side at New American Funding. And the number is 314-374-0770. And if you want to get your health back and feel good, look good, just like they do, go see them at newagehealthwellness.com. If we can, at this moment, we're going to take a break. We're going to hear from our sponsors. And thank you for listening. Thanks, Derek. Thanks, Lizzie. Thank you. Bye, guys. Have a good day. You've waited, and now it's here. The unveiling of the latest Carol House Lifestyle Collections. I'm Brooke with my sister Amy inviting you to see three football fields of the latest styles. Our new lifestyle collections are premium quality furniture made exclusively for us and available only at Carroll House. The attention to detail is unmatched and so is the value, nearly half the price of a typical gallery store. Plus, get free financing, delivery, and in-home design. Carroll House, because you like nice things. Marco, wait. What? No response? Hi, I'm Curtis Barks with Complete Auto Body and Repair, offering full service and auto repair to St. Louis and St. Charles. We are looking for someone to say polo. That's right. We are hiring. We want you now. If you would like to work in a well-paying environment, then you owe it to yourself to stop by one of our six Complete Auto Body and Repair locations. Will you help me find that missing person? Please call me directly at 636-488-HIRE. That's right. 636-488-4473. Dad and service. Oh yeah, and service. He- 
Kathy L. Big Strick, owner of Experience Real Estate Partners with EXP, has been one of St. Louis, Missouri's highest selling groups for 26 years running. In that time, Kathy and her team have successfully assisted an incredible 4,000 families. So if you're thinking about buying, building, or selling, be sure to put Kathy's group and their experience to work for you, and you can expect to be moved. Just give her a call at 314-276-SOLD. That's 314-276-7653 or Find her online at experience-re.com. As all of you may know, the home of the Cancel This Studio is located at the all-inclusive private jet hangar, Strategic Air Services. Founded in Chesterfield, Missouri, they take pride in offering a meticulous approach to private aviation through services that fully manage your trip from takeoff to landing. Strategic Air Services is more than just storage for your aircraft. They offer state-of-the-art amenities to its members and guests. When you are not traveling, you have the luxury of enjoying their world-class gym, conference rooms, lounges, and so much more. Strategic Air Services offers an unparalleled luxury experience for all things private aviation. If you're looking for a new place to call home for your aircraft, give them a call today at 636-400-7601. Again, that's 636-400-7601 or visit their website at strategicairservices.net. Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, if you don't know, is a family-owned business that has been around since 1994, serving some of the best chicken wings in town, no joke. Also known for their fresh burgers, pizza, and incredible smoked meat. Top-notch happy hour specials are included, plus live music every Friday and Saturday. Oh yeah, you can also enjoy their spacious heated covered patio. It's Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, 18,000 Chesterfield Airport Road. Hey guys, welcome back into Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. I'm Vic Faust with the, 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 the Derek Pratt. That's my, we, I wish we had audio applause that we could take Woo! it. Holy shit. Is that, what, Dave Sparks is up? What the hell? Yeah, he is. Dave, what's He's Dave doing on? on? I, lo- <laughs> I can't hear him. I, I can't, yeah, it's because my mic's off. off. That's Dave's mic's not on. One, two, three, five. I see I'm like, I'm trying to ke- make sure I know all the boxes. I come he back. his mic off because he was showing me and Derek up and we're like, pro Joe, shut him off. Hey, uh, love everybody that's listening to the show. Obviously, this is Cancel This, Cancel The Show.com. I'm Vic Faust with Derek Pratt, pro Joe, the husband wife team of Lizzie and Dave Sparks. Where are you guys? We are in Gulf Shores, Alabama. All right. Not too shabby. Nice place. Love it. Uh, Good morning to everybody. I'm glad I'm back in. Uh, Derek, you've been great. I didn't get a chance to hear you the first hours. The lines were really long where I was getting my lottery tickets for tonight. Hopefully you bought a winner. I hope you win it. Uh, Anyway, I'm back. It's Cancel This, Cancel The Show.com. Thanks, guys, uh, for jumping in with us. Glad that the Sparks have joined us as well. Grateful for that. Um, Here's what we've got moving forward, guys. You talked about so many different subjects. Thanks again to Kathy uh, Strick, Steve Strick from their companies that they represent, of course. Um, new American funding from the mortgage standpoint, experience realty partners and new age. Next week, we're going to do a whole focus on straight new age. It's all going to be new age next week, new age, health, wellness. You will not want to miss that. So we'll get a big, deep segment on that. Get your questions ready. And, uh, we'll be doing that with Jason Redman who runs that clinic for the Strick's co-owner of them. Just can't wait to get into that. Okay. We got that going on coming up at nine 30. We're going to talk with the green 
green light people, I tried their marijuana drink over the weekend. How was oh, it? Oh, I want one of those. I'm going to let everybody know how it was. I can't wait to hear about it. And I'm just, I think there's a reason they're, they're selling quickly. There are. And I'm not some marijuana guy. I never have been. I'm just trying to stuff now and see what we can do and whatever the case. Anyway, that's what we've got going on. So at 930, we're going to check in for our Weed Wednesday segment, Greenlight, Josh King, one of the general managers of their stores. Okay, guys, as always, like, subscribe, share the show. We appreciate you jumping in today. Uh, Lizzie, Dave, who, who is, who's running the private chat that, or the chat? Is that you, Lizzie, or is that Dave? Uh, we, well, I am running Facebook, and he is running Rumble and YouTube today. Okay, okay. I'm just getting caught up on the scorecard. That's it. I like to talk about the scorecards. Okay, uh, we got that coming up. You guys touch upon a subject where I'm pissed about. I am literally pissed, and I'm joining Lizzie when it comes to this whole situation. What Here you, it goes. What are you pissed okay, about this okay, morning? Oh, good. He's agreeing with me on something. I'm Mike, so Mike Pence is not only a weak coward, but he is now an asshole on top yes, of it. Yes, he is. He is an asshole. Thank you for saying <laughs> just... Finally, finally you get that he's an asshole. Oh my God, I understand, Mike, that you're losing, that you've been destroyed, Ugh. that Tucker ended the political careers. You know, I mean, there's no place for you anymore, but that's no reason to try to tear down another man. There's nothing worse in life than when you're on a sinking ship and you're just looking to grab anybody and everybody you can and pull them down into the water with you not going to work because all you're doing pence is showing who you are the people that were still kind of giving you a chance like myself to say see you later sucka sayonara you're gone i don't know exactly what you guys said but the problem that i have with pence is the fact that he said that and and this gets me after ripping trump our country's more important than one man whatever and he's of course saying this when he has zero i think he's got like one percent if that of right, republican support mm -hmm. he said but I, I haven't looked at the indictment yet but our country is not good and it's not good if one man is more important but i haven't looked at the indictment yet which means you haven't looked at the facts or the details yet you're going to run your damn mouth because you're destroyed you lost yep. trump made you look like a coward and the little man that you are damn pence what the hell happened to you right it's well he's always been that person syndrome. vic he's always been an asshole <sighs> he's always been a traitor he has his cute little you know steve oh. bannon hair and all I, that he's a nice looking dude I don't want... but he's a damn traitor well he went after okay there's no reason to go after trump right now even if right. you don't like trump there's no reason to do that when you're a nobody you're a nobody that thinks he's somebody and we've all dealt with people like that in life whatever walk of life you're in okay I know I'm on a roll. No, you're fine. Then he oh, says, oh, quote, uh, um, yeah, I'll have uh, more to say about the government's case after reviewing the indictment. Okay, so you're going to say after, if anybody wants to hear from you, please, nobody give him a mic. Nobody cares to hear what he has to say. So that was the first thing that he did. Then he goes out and then he tries to rip the president, saying that the country is more important than him, which has nothing to do with anything that's going on, saying that he's more important Right. He's more important and it's mm -hmm. than the country and the country we're not paying attention to Biden's disastrous policies. Okay. Well, and then what does he do to end this off? And then I'm done, guys. And I know I'm just go for it. Go for it. Keep going. Then what does he do to end it? And tell me if you guys said this. He ends his little diatribe by trying to say, Well, when I'm president, I won't be doing any of this stuff. So then he made it into a campaign stumping situation. Ugh. Let's rip Trump. 
Let's say this is so bad, even though I haven't read the indictment, I'll have more to say and then say, quote, as your president, I will not yield an inch in defending America, our people, our, our values, and I promise you, I will do so in a way consistent with my oath to the Constitution. I, I can't even finish it. Whatever. So, Pence, I'm pissed off at big, 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 big. Unfortunately, big, big, big. we did not give him the, uh, <laughs> the, the the love of actually being a presidential candidate because if you look at it, every time somebody goes after Trump, either if it's an indictment mm-hmm. or one of his... Uh, opponents, which do you really call them opponents? I mean, Trump's double digits and the closest one to him is double digits behind. Uh, that. He's just so a- every time, every time they throw an arrow at him, he wins again. Uh, he wins yeah. again. So you know what? Hey, hey, Republican candidates for president, keep throwing arrows at Donald Trump. You're helping us out. Thank you. Hey, by yes, the way, a, a second deal. Is it all right if I go off on a tangent again, really quick? Please do, do it. Go off. Um, what's up with burner phones? <laughs> right? Did you guys what talk burner phones? No, we, we didn't talk burner phones. Go for it. Well, I, I think on. burner phones are the biggest piece of shit thing that anybody. It, you're, if you have a burner Ooh. phone, that's bullshit. That's cowardly. You're coward. And you're using it. Then we find out, oh, who's a coward, or at least looking like they're a coward by their actions over and over again? Hunter Biden. Yep. Hunter told Devin, we found out as well, to get a burner phone. Yep. Yeah, get a burner phone. Because okay. Burner phones. People own burner phones. I agree with you, Vic. They are these little weasels that sit behind their computers, and then they sit behind their little phones, and they send cryptic I thought messages. it was just me. Damn. No. I think a lot of people get them. And what's weird about that is you always figure out who did it, and they're just, give me a break. And now Hunter Biden, come on. Come on, man. Has anybody ever received messages from a burner phone? Oh, all the time. With like, anything negative or usually, usually it seems like it's uh, you know hi this is so and so and I'm trying to you know either sell you something or or give you but I, I'm wondering if like have you ever gotten that text or phone call to where it's like somebody in your uh, your call list so like say if I got a phone call and it came up on my phone Vic Faust but the person on the other line was not Vic Faust. I'm wondering if these burner phones are going through that system to where they're just grabbing a phone number that you would know to, to for you to answer it and then kind of kick an or that's possibly a, uh, a computer generated. Aaron says burner phones are used by criminals and scammers. Uh, how do you know if it is? Because, well... I've dealt with this a couple times in my life where people have sent me messages from burner phones and they'll try to get to you or say something mean to you or, or, and then they don't want to be stand up about it. So they can, you can get a, I, what, so literally I have no idea where do you, do you buy a burner phone at like Schnucks? Dareburg's, I looked into Target? that because I got one before and you can even go to Walmart and get a burner phone. And then I asked the Walmart clinic or the, desk about a week ago how do you do this you go in they give you a fake telephone number you pay for it and you can't find out who it is and you can even give your name anonymously you can get it at walmart and they're like 40 bucks at walmart you can prank people all the time is that one of those pay phones a pay-as-you-go phone i guess kind of yes it kind of looks like one of those old flip phones so i guess you can just toss them when you're done with them is that what happens pretty much just destroy them that way you don't have to worry about it Yes. Damn. And you can just throw them in the trash. Okay. I, I know it may not, it's just on, on my mind. I saw the, I, I'm, I hate those damn things. I hate mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. And people try to use those for whatever reasons, but 
clearly they didn't want their information. They were, I, I don't think they were intentionally going after people saying things, but I've had some people message me on messages and text messages, bad things. Um, um, about people who I know are trying to get to me in certain instances. And so anyway, this is Vic's counseling session. They're, I, I, they're, they're I, called cowards, Vic. <laughs> cowards. They are called cowards. And it is crazy because there's always a reason. And it's usually a celebrity type that has that happen or a scorned person or somebody that's jealous. But bottom line, Derek's right. They are just a coward. Okay. I, I think I'm done. I got my tickets. I got my Pence stuff out. I got my burner phone stuff. Um, you guys produced the show. I didn't produce the show today. So I'm going to shut up. Lizzie and Derek, where are we going next? Oh, I forgot. I had one other person to rip. Okay, rip him. Rip. Okay. Go ahead. Rip. It's a Wednesday whip session, so to whip speak, away, right man. before we come down with our green light <laughs> cannabis. <sighs> you need one of those okay. uh, infused drinks. To we, uh, we have... I'm sorry, the Republican Party politicians, the only good, strong people that we have left are the young and up-and-comers, in my humble opinion. And here's what gets me sad. I love DeSantis. I love what he did in Florida. But what in the truck is he doing begging for a debate with Kamala Harris? This That's is what ridiculous. Donald... Does that not make him... I mean, he, he's low, is he not lowering himself? Is that not low-hanging fruit? What the he's truck is he doing? He again, I think. Don't you think? No, he's just trying. I to think he's trying to become relevant because his poll numbers yeah. are so low. They're desperate as people waved the white flag last week. He literally has begged for a debate with arguably the most. Uh, I don't know how to say this. Unintelligent. Why would you get into a war of words with somebody that has no intelligence? And, well, it's, it's like all about the Florida Black History curriculum. Yeah, but it's Kamala Harris. Why would he, he really wants to fight what? a toddler? He wants yeah. an easy fight. <laughs> Good job. He's, Joe. He he's going to a battle fight. of wits with somebody who has no wits. Um, so Correct. anyway, and then that's the other thing. I'm like all these presidential candidates, Donald Trump, for good, for bad, or whatever, he has just made all these other candidates lose their mind. They're getting loose because they know they can't do anything. And all the new indictments are doing are raising Trump again. Um, you guys remember that Drew guy from the show? He messaged me like five or six times yesterday. I, I didn't open them, but it was, you know, I'm laughing. This is the greatest thing. And I, they need to really watch what happens if and when he does take over the 2024 election because um, we don't want him to hurt himself because I think something bad will happen right. to Drew or Drew do something bad. Well, he's uh, very angry with me because I blocked him on two platforms and I don't like to do that, but he's sending messages to people. Maybe, hey, maybe he's using the burner phone, but yeah, he's mad, but you can't say you're going to kill somebody. Okay. So yeah, I get it. I do. So Ron DeSantis thinks he's got to raise his profile for the presidency by having a debate with Kamala Harris. Uh, I was like, okay, never mind. DeSantis, that's the kind of stuff that if DeSantis tried to run for president again, I think he'd have issues. Uh, that that has residue on it. So anyway, I'm done with my ripping of DeSantis. That's, that's sophomoric. We had the situation going on, of course, with Mike Pence. 
and people using burner phones. I'm sorry. If you use a burner phone for whatever reason, it's up to you. I just don't like them, and I think they're cowardly. So anyway, there you go. Very much so. Where do I get a burner phone? <laughs> Walmart, apparently. Go to Walmart. <laughs> go to Walmart. All right. I'll shut up. You guys produce the show. What are we talking about? I do know what we're talking about. I just don't know the order. Well, uh, no, we got green light dispensary coming in a little bit later. Uh, but I know um, on the uh, while I was watching yesterday, uh, the subject of solar came up. And yes, uh, I am actually one of those uh, those individuals that have solar on my house. What are you with a company or do you- so right now? Um, I am a customer, uh, but I have been talking with a local um, solar company here in the St. Charles area, St. Louis area. We are a uh, uh, a nationwide podcast, but here locally in the St. Louis area, based out of Chesterfield. Uh, I've been in talks with a local. Um, solar company that does the installation work. Uh, and matter of fact, this is the same company that did my installation on my home. And uh, going through this whole process, uh, I was doing a lot of research, learning uh, the ins and outs, the do's, the don'ts, uh, the goods, the bads. And uh, I thought to myself, you know, who better to try to sell or, or educate somebody else on solar if this is something that they're looking for uh, than me since I just went through this. So why'd you get it? Um, it was one of those things where uh, I kind of looked uh, looked into the, the uh, I guess as Kathy said, looked in my uh, my uh, crystal ball. And one of the things about solar that was kind of intriguing is the fact that if you create your own energy, while you will never create all of your energy, uh, situation with the, uh, let's, let's say we had this ma- major storms here in St. Louis, not too long ago. And there's been, there was people that did not have power for five, six, seven, you know, hours up to three, four days, depending on how bad the trees were. Uh, so in, in my situation, while I don't have the battery backups yet, um, because they are a little on the higher price side, I have, uh, uh, solar panels where uh give you an idea matter of fact it is it's an overcast day here in st louis uh and if i pull my app up even though we have an overcast day and the sun's not brightly shining out there i can look on my app right now and i can tell you that i am creating about 78 watts of energy uh because your panels uh you know thrive on the sun so when you're producing kilowatts of power um, then what, what, what happens, you actually, you use what you produce because you have a two way, uh, a two way meter on your home. So, uh, Ameren here in St. Louis will come and put a two way meter on your home. And what happens is, so let's give a, for instance, if I create 60 kilowatts of power in one day, but I only use 55 kilowatts of power. So what I will, what my house will do is I will utilize all the power that I created for that day. And then whatever's left over, I would, it sells back to Ameren and it puts it in a little bank account for you. And then once a year come in May, they pay you for whatever's in your little bank account. Now, one of the benefits of solar is the fact that my so like what I produce is what I use. And the one thing that will never change is the price of my panels. My panels are going to stay the same price wise. The difference is, is your local energy company 
two years from now or six months from now or 30 days from now can jack up the price another two, three cents per kilowatt. So you have no way of hedging the bet on how high is this going to go. So solar, do you feel as if solar gives you some sort of independence from government control? Uh, to a point. Um, it, it, unless you're completely off grid, um, you're still on the grid uh, with your, your, your home or business and everything. But what it does is it, it, it's less money that you're paying to a, uh, a electric company or utilities company, uh, because you are producing your own. And like I said, instead of, instead of you paying the, the electric company more money because it, they raise their prices, you are now just using the, the solar power that you have created. Okay, then t tell me this, because I, this it sounds like it's too good to be true. We've talked a little bit about solar before. Sure. Does it put an imprint on our society? Um, what do you do with solar panels? How do you dispose of solar panels um, when they're done? So I will tell you this, um, the, the warranty on a solar panel is between 25 and 30 years. So normally in a situation, if you know I'm in my 40s, uh, 25 to 30 years from now, I'm going to be in my 60s and 70s. Uh, if we decide to move after the kids get out of school uh, in about you know 10 years, the solar panels are still good warranty-wise for 25 to 30 years. Uh, unfortunately, um, th with anything, th there is waste. Uh, but 25 to 30 years from now, uh, you know, it would go into a dump of some sort. The good thing is there's no lithium. Uh, like the batteries mm -hmm. situations where it would be a toxic. Lithium ion. Yeah. Ion lithium. As Robert says, the solar panels do degrade over time. Uh, that is correct. The solar panels will degrade over time. Um, but it also helps if you take care of them. Uh, you get up, you can get up on your roof. You can clean them you know, with a hose. It's low maintenance, but solar is not for everybody. Uh, your home may not be... Uh, available to to make it worth your 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 investment in solar and now one of the things i wanted to tell people uh and it's because I, I didn't fall for this one because the old saying if it's too good to be true it is uh when they come over and they uh uh genie Gen i'll get to that uh that hail breakage in, in a minute but you know they they have their little come on uh at no cost to you or you get a federal blah 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 you know, they, it's it's the little snippet of to to get you to click and 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 get you you know to the sales whatever. Yes, I can sell you something all day long. But what I want to try to do as a customer of solar is I want to invest in my customer to let them know that hey, let me do a an analysis for you, and if it's not right for you financially or there's not enough, yeah, it doesn't cost to get analysis. It, it right? costs absolutely nothing yeah, to get an analysis. Uh, you know. Basically, what we would do is come to your house, uh, you know, talk to you. We would do a solar analysis, which basically says how much sunlight are you getting on your roof? Where are you getting the most sun? How long during the day? And if, and and, and basically, you can set your system up for uh, up to a hundred percent offset. And when I say a hundred percent offset, it is one for one kilowatt. So if you normally would use say. I don't know if people are going to understand everything you're saying. I, it, it, it's one of those things where, you know, when you speak like an engineer, I, I believe me, I am not an engineer, but I've done enough uh, reading into this because I wanted to know exactly what I was getting myself into. And believe me, I, I tripped over myself many times. And if you ask my wife, 
I tripped my, I tripped enough to where I know what I did wrong and what. So you have solar on your house now. I do have solar in my house. Okay, right now. for average person to start solar because we don't have a lot of time when we go through average price to get started on a house in America or Missouri. <sighs> or how does it how can someone depend before they get into that? So every home is different because it goes by square footage of your uh your surface if you want to do it on your roof you want to do it on you know just a patch of ground uh i, I would say uh i have a 1300 uh, about a 1200 square foot home and all of my panels are on the back end of my house um my you know for aesthetics we didn't want anything on the on the front side so my house is not what is considered a 100 percent offset my house is about a 60 percent offset so i still have to pay for usage of my electric but uh, in the long run uh, i'm gonna save and it's actually going to give value to uh to your home uh, at a later later point when you go to sell it uh as for uh, price. price. <laughs> okay. Come on, Derek. Uh, okay. Uh, get to the point. <laughs> get to the point. Derek. All right. So, uh, I, I, my setup uh, is, uh, you know, with financing and everything, because I got a really good finance rate and the way finance companies do their thing, I'm all in for $60,000. And when you talk about that price, it may, sound, it may sound a lot at the beginning, but explain, if you can, quickly how that pays for itself over time. Okay, so uh, for three months in the summer so far, I've had a, a, a bill, an Ameren bill of no more than $29. Okay. Oh my gosh. $29. And I was on budget billing yeah. for about two eighty-five dollars a month. A month. Wow. That's beautiful. Now, mind you, uh, there are some good uh, credits. And when I say credits, they are uh, tax credits. So you can get up to a 30 per The federal government gives you a 30% tax credit. And then sometimes with uh, Ameren here locally, you can get up to a 30, uh, $3,300 rebate. It literally pays for itself. It, it will literally pay yeah, for itself so. eventually, yes. Uh, and then if you do the battery backups, even better. And I know you're somebody that does care about the, uh, you do care about the environment. I know you are as a person. I was interested. I wanted you to say this because there are a lot of people who are against solar. You know that. Sure. And, and like, how would you do that? You're, you're, you're going against our environment. You're killing this. You're killing that. It's really not helping. Uh, I'm, I'm conscious about the environment, but I, I will tell you this. Our, our environment doesn't need us. At the end of the day, Mother mm -hmm. Nature will take care of herself. We are just a blip on the map while we are here. Um, as for you know the solar and everything, if it's beneficial for me at the time uh, that I'm here on Mother Earth, then I'm going to take advantage of it. But at the end of the day, the, the small amount of quote unquote problems or what it affects the uh, uh, the Earth with, it's not it's it's not even a blip. All right. So, Derek, you're obviously not a Green New Deal guy. Uh, no, not at all. Uh, I, I will never own a, an EV car just because uh, I like my F-350. Uh, but, you know, for those that choose to use EV, having solar panels on your home with a battery backup system, I mean, it's a no-brainer. You've already spent yeah. the money on an EV car. Why don't you go get yourself some solar well, and you can actually charge your car 
in that situation. We'll talk more about that coming up too, man. We appreciate it. Thanks for jumping in. And what's the name of the company and how do they contact you? I have not got it completely done yet. So okay. uh, I'm working on the uh, the website because I will be the sales. We'll get you back on. I'll be the sales. And matter of fact, once we get rolling, I will actually be an advertiser on Cancel This. All right. We love it. How about that? A win-win. A win-win. Hey, <laughs> speaking of advertisers, it's our weekly weed segment right now with Greenlight Dispensary, the largest in the state of Missouri. And you know what that means? You're going to get the best prices anywhere. You're going to have the most options when it comes to the products that they have. And today we join our good friend, Josh King with Greenlight. Hey, Josh, how you doing, my friend? Hey, hey, what's going hey, on, guys? It's, Glad it's, to be back. Been a couple of weeks. How's everybody doing this morning? Hey, buddy, it is good to see you. And of course, when Josh talks and we take him full screen, uh, Joe, and then if you need to switch the configuration on the page, that's fine. Uh, Joe's the star of the show. Joe, I did want to talk about this. Uh, I tried the Winks marijuana drink over the weekend and i was blown away by it buddy i was blown away not literally and figuratively no just kidding uh (laughs) hey the the flavor that i had it reminded me if somebody was going to have like a vodka club that's what the flavor that i had and i i slept like a baby i did it in the evening time and i was like oh my god this stuff feels great went right to bed Woke up the next day and I felt great. Is that what it's meant yep. to do? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you know, I always tell people I had an experience at one point in time with those wink drinks. And uh, for me personally, it's the same exact thing. You know, they, they combine five milligrams of THC with five milligrams of CBD. And it gives you that really, really nice balance. And with that quick onset, you know, if you're, if you're slugging them back, you're going to feel pretty good and, and not too long of a time, you know, and, and with it being nano emulsified, which we talked about a couple. Can of you explain what nano emulsified is for everybody again? Yeah. So, uh, you know, it, easiest way to put it in layman's terms is the THC molecule. They make it really, really small. So it disperses better throughout the product, which gives your body a better bioavailability to it, which means that your body can accept it easier and quicker. Okay. So you don't have to wait for that onset. It immediately starts that onset. And that onset's about 15 to 30 minutes uh, on those drinks, which is incredible because you don't have to wait that two hours. So some people with the two hour drinks, such as something like the uh, Keith drinks that I have here behind me, uh, several different flavors. These guys are about uh, 130 calories per can. So it is just like your regular soda. Um, but I have tons of different flavors from orange root beer. People love to do uh, at home on movie nights, stuff like that. Medicated root beer floats. So the fat lipids <laughs> and the vanilla ice cream, you can actually combine the root beer with the vanilla ice cream at home and do a medicated root beer fo- float. And those fat lipids really help the THC kick in. So like that's one of our favorite things that our customers, myself included, love to do. It's fantastic for a movie night, something to watch, a nice comedy or something like that. Um, These guys take, you know, your average hour, two hours to set in. So those, you know, if you're out and about and you're slugging those back here soon enough, you're going to get hit by a wall. Right. Mm. Whereas those winks, that onsets a lot quicker. It was quicker. 100%. Yep. You're going to be able to establish that feeling a bit quicker and, in my opinion, have a bit better control over where you want to be. But would you, you know? if anybody tries the Winks, though, wouldn't you say if you said because it had five grams of THC and five grams of CBD, is that what you said? Milligrams, yeah. Or five milligrams, milligrams of CBD. So that's milligrams CBD. Th- that's a low. That's that's a lower amount, isn't it? Correct. Where these sodas behind me are also 25 milligrams. Absolutely. Holy moly. <laughs> yes. I'm just thinking yes. back at what I had with, with the five on that. Anyway, I just wanted to, to bring that up because I know you guys have 
massive amounts of products and people are learning more about the benefits of cannabis and how it can help in a variety of ways. And I had that drink and I was like, oh, oh, I like it. And of course, people are talking about um, they're not drinking alcohol anymore. Yeah. They're, and they're waking up feeling amazing and there's no effects because they're doing something that's natural. I'm sure those are some of the results that you're hearing from people as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I've even done a little bit of digging into it myself and I, I can't exactly cite my sources, but there has been research done in recent times that people are finding a little bit more that, uh, you know, in uh, social parties, people are, you know, moving more towards cannabis use as like you're saying, you know, you still get to feel good. You still get to enjoy your time. And then in the morning, you're not hit with that awful feeling, you know, like you're, you got to get back in place, you know, sure, if you go a little crazy with them, you might feel a little sluggish, maybe a little tired, but nothing that a cup of coffee isn't going to kick you back into place, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, and I you think don't, people just enjoy it more, it's sociable now. Yeah, you don't have to drink a Bud Light, right? Yep. No. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, what else is what else is shaking these days at the shop? Anything that you focused on? Any uh, uh any uh, updates? Any information on our uh, Weed Wednesday segment? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we actually uh, over this last month doubled in our sales. Congratulations! Almost exactly. Holy two crap! Two. In one um, in one so month. One month. Yep, absolutely. So things have been incredible. Um, you know, we have some geo mapping going on over here that I definitely think has helped me as people are driving by. Um, and then on top of that, we just got our brand new billboard installed over this last week. Matter of fact, um, which I, our, I was just about to say, ahead. Josh, I saw your billboard as I was taking my sister to the airport yesterday, right before you get off the highway, <clears throat> right before you get off the highway to get to the airport. Big, huge yeah. green light dispensary. Does it yeah. have Josh's picture it on it? It does not have his picture on it. But I, tell you <laughs> what, I was looking for Josh's picture. It, 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 I, I'm now in Gulf Shores, Alabama, and we didn't even realize how many green lights there were. I knew, but I didn't realize it. And we're driving out even out of Missouri, and we're still seeing green light um, billboards. It was really cool. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we definitely try and capitalize as much as we can, you know, with the that's that's one really good thing that you're going to find here is is some places, you know, where the the shelves may be thinning over here. We don't have an issue with that's that. So Luckily, key. you know, being the corporation that we are, we, we are able to retain product on the shelf a lot longer than most places. So generally speaking, we do have a pretty vast selection uh, compared to our competitors. Absolutely. Yeah, didn't mean to take you off subject. You were talking about uh, some of the things that were going at the shop. You doubled in sales in one month. Are you talking about just your specific place? Yeah, and yeah, remind absolutely. people and remind Just people where Hill. you are because you're in the new Rock Hill location, right? Yes, ninety eight hundred Manchester Road, right next to Hacienda. We're in Sweet C, right in between Papa John's and the bank. Um, we did get some signs installed in the front, so we have customer only parking right in the front, four or five spots. So you can pull right on up and not be concerned with somebody else parking here unless they're shopping here. Um, that billboard went up. That's at Hanley and Manchester Road. Yeah. Um, absolutely big, massive, beautiful billboard. We split that with our partner Smokies, um, which I, I don't know if you've heard of. I'm sure we've talked about on a number of different segments. Uh, fantastic gummy brand. Those guys absolutely crush it. If you're ever interested, check those guys out for some gummies. They will not melt in this crazy heat that we've had out here. So that's something amazing. to keep in mind. Um, yeah, sales doubled. We got the billboard up. Uh, everything is going fantastic. A little bit rainy here this morning, but that's not keeping us down. You know us. Always Boy, moving forward. Hacienda had to be happy to have a marijuana company or a cannabis company <laughs> move right next door. 
That's for sure. I know sure. the customers are. That's for <laughs> sure. You know, nothing goes better with a margarita than a joint. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> um, what's a, at your specific location or any of the other ones throughout the St. Louis area? How are you guys doing uh, with flour storage in regards to having enough in stock right now? Because that's still the number one um, uh, product, so to speak, or at least the most wanted, correct? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think flour will continue to be that. While we do have a lot of, you know, edible and cartridge sales and stuff like that here at this location, flour, you know, will, I think, always be your reigning champ. Um, and, and we are doing fantastic. I have a massive, massive menu of flour right now. Um, you can always go online to check out our flour menu. That's greenlightdispensary.com. Uh, from that website, you can go through, pick whatever location that you're looking for, uh, and go through and look at our entire menu. You can sort by uh, price, potency, you name it. Uh, it makes it very, very easy to translate everything on there for you. What's an issue or a subject that you've talked with somebody about where you feel like you've really helped them, where maybe they were dealing with something from a physical standpoint, a medical standpoint, and then they came in or they found you out and about and asked you questions and you suggested something, hey, you may want to try this, that may be able to help your situation, and lo and behold, it did? I would probably say one of the most frequent things that we have uh, people ask about in here is sleep. Everybody could use a little bit more sleep, I think, nowadays. And, uh, you know, every time somebody comes in, don't get me wrong, there's a, a number of different options for sleep. Um, but I love gummies for sleep. I absolutely love them. Uh, and I need them. I'm a late night guy myself. Uh, you know, I love to do some extra gaming in my free time and whatnot. And it's hard for me to get to sleep on those late nights. So I love using gummies. And uh, I use gummies with CBN. Um, Smokies, that brand I was talking about, they actually just released a brand new flavor called Jamberry. Uh, that is a one-to-one -one THC to CBN. Uh, and what that means is you'll get 10 gummies in a pack. Each gummy is going to be 10 milligrams of THC and 10 milligrams of CBN. Um, and CBN is just like a, a melatonin of the cannabis plant, essentially. Um, it's just really going to help you mellow down at the end of the evening and help you get that sleep that you've really been searching for. Uh, it does dry your mouth out a little bit, though, so make sure you keep a cup of water next to the bed. Oh, wow. Or, or in Vic's case, you can just... Have one of those infused drinks, and that'll take good care of your sleep that evening, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. How many and a week? real good. Right. <laughs> yeah, I got a question yeah, you'll be for sleeping you, Josh. fantastic. Absolutely. How many dispensaries do you guys have across the United States? I think it's 18 now. I have to double check. We're always opening new stores. You know, we're searching for more here in St. Louis, but I think last time I checked, it was 18. That has to be one of the largest in the country, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a massive chain. Uh, you know, our owner came out from Vegas and started this company here. And we have, uh, you know, a couple different owners, uh, all fantastic people. I mean, this is by far, you know, I've, I've worked for a number of different places, a fantastic both place to work and shop. Uh, nothing but good things to say. I mean, you're amazing what you do. You are. And amazing is such a big word, but you're amazing because there's nothing that I ask you that you don't know about. And you educate us all the time. Here's the other thing. Every general manager that we've had on the store from Greenlight, you guys know your shit. I mean, like inside out. It's it's like going to uh, I don't know a college class every Wednesday where we're learning so much. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, are, is there a continuing education that you guys have? How is Greenlight doing that? And by the way, I'm glad you addressed the fact that you speak like an owner, you carry yourself like an owner, but you're not the owner. You're yeah, the GM. absolutely. I mean, this. You know, I'm here more than I am home, and that's what I tell my guys on the sales floor as well. You know, we're a family here. We got to make sure that we all take care of each other at the end of the day. Um, you know, we are. Uh, 
I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy to be here. And, you know, having this opportunity to take over this store, I want to make sure that we, you know, show you guys what we can do for you guys. As far as continuing education goes, there's a ton of education out there. Um, a lot of my education I pull from, uh, we have things like called Learn Brands, um, which I don't know if there's a general public education side of Learn Brands, but here in the dispensary, we're lucky enough to, um, these companies, what they'll do is they'll offer us programs where we can go in and learn about their company, and then we're rewarded with their product on the back end. So that's where a lot of these guys, myself included, get a lot of that knowledge is these companies are going out and making sure that we have things to learn about so we can then translate to you guys, the general public, uh, to make sure that you guys understand everything that it is that you guys are purchasing. Hey, Josh, I had a question for you. You were talking about the sodas and everything, uh, about the the root beer float and everything. Uh, How close to like your your typical soda, how close does that taste uh, when it comes to like your root beer flavoring or different uh, different flavorings of the soda uh, infused stuff? Very very close. I mean, some people to a blind taste test probably wouldn't realize. Okay. Uh, no kidding. Impressive. And like the grape soda that I has have, it's it's very similar to like a vest or something like that. Um, and then the infusion, you know, if somebody poured it in a cup over ice, you'd have no clue. Hmm. You'd have absolutely no clue that they gave you an infused drink. They are fantastic. They do a great job in making sure that it doesn't have that flavor to it. What jo- a fun party that would jo- be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Josh King with Green Light Dispensary. Uh, once again, you can check out his store in Rock Hill right next to Hacienda. Very traveled area. Hey, my friend, thanks again for another Weed Wednesday segment with Green Light. Not only the largest in the state, but the largest opportunity for products. And I think you're going to be shocked at how good the prices are as well. Uh, Josh, thanks again, man. Look forward to talking Thank to you, you next time. Bye, Josh. Absolutely. You too. Have a great one, guys. All right. Josh King from Greenlight Dispensary. So, Vic, I got to ask you, uh, on the uh, on the drink that you uh, you had, is that uh, – did that taste kind of – you said it was kind of like a vodka tonic. So it's- yeah, the flavor – I can't remember the flavor I had because I had three or four different flavors, but my, oh, my. You drank three or four in no, one No, 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 no. I'm a lightweight. You know that. <laughs> he slept like I'm a well, table. That's, that's why I was wondering. I was like, wait, you I'm had a total, three or four No, drinks. I'm a total lightweight. I didn't get to see it? Yeah, I would have slept all weekend. Right, <laughs> right, right. And no, 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 no. And – yeah, you would, that would have been a mess trying to carry me around. But so you would definitely recommend staying home. When you uh, do this yeah, no bed bedtime for me. Know, yeah, no, I'm an energy guy. I mean, I mean, I'm more, and I've it's done. I've it's I've done everything I can to get off the damn energy drinks as best as I possibly can, and cut myself down to only drinking a certain brand every now and then. So hey, I'm trying that that stuff. No, your liver and kidneys are probably thinking. Yeah, no, they are. No, they are. Hey, by the way, this is cancel this cancel the show dot com. May look a little different today. We got David Spark husband of Lizzie Sparks in studio there in Gulf Shores, Alabama today. I was off for the first hour. Derek did a marvelous job during the first hour. Boom, first sure time did. ever hosting an hour. Uh, that's not easy. And I'm telling you, this is this is not easy. It's not. You ask anybody that does it, um, there's a certain cadence, there's a certain pacing, there's uh, a way of being entertaining. And uh, my friend, nice job. I'm grateful. Um, you make me look smart. Hey, buddy. thanks for letting me step in. Like I, like I told you last night, you know, I'm, I think you just insulted him. <laughs> no, no, no. I, coming coming from somebody that has been in front of a camera for you know multiple years and everything, and is is well versed in in this type of media and everything, uh, I appreciate you. You know, at least having the. Uh, the, the thought of that I can hold my own for at least an hold hour. Hold your own. Um, Hell, that you did great, yeah, so, Derek. You did um, great. Seriously, when Lizzie's like, yeah, Vic, Dave and I are going to be in Gulf Shores next week. We can still jump in. We can still get a shot if you want us. Um, and then I was like, sure, let me find first question. Derek, 
Lizzie and I looked Derek at each other. First choice. Lizzie and I go, Derek. Matter of fact, so, matter of fact, uh, it was interesting when mm-hmm. you said that. Is I actually walked right in the door with and then the, you with, right with, in the, with door. the with the merchandise. Yeah, with the merchandise that we're wearing. Hats coming, shirts coming, uh, coffee mugs coming, gear. You name it, it's all coming. Canceltheshow.com. Of course, you can catch us all the time, Monday through Friday, eight to ten a.m. Central, and all the time. So we're grateful for that. Um, we've had fun. We're trying to have some fun. A uh, lot of advertisers on Wednesdays, but there is something I had to bring light to that's sad but it is what's out there and it's in the middle of the movie um sound of freedom but in the middle of this out and now by the way sound of freedom uh oh yeah isn't it funny you have some success you do some grassroots things by yourself it's going to double the amount of theaters the yep. it's now getting oh we can make money on this we'll give it a shot not only is it going to double the amount of theaters but in the midst of this the fbi has released information on a sting that they have been using, Operation Cross Country. Uh, it has now led, and the FBI just released this. Uh, it, it's great news, but it's sad news. Definitely a bittersweet situation. They've recently found 59 missing children among 200 sex trafficking victims. So if anybody wants to forget that the Sound of Freedom happened and it ended and, oh, it's over, no, that was an expose it was it was a light into that dark room of all the nastiness and the horribleness that is happening not only in this world but specifically in the united states um that's a lot of people that is a lot of people now in addition to the people who were saved uh including the almost 60 children among the 200 that were trafficked you also had authorities um saying that they were able to identify or arrest at least 126 suspects, which is a big amount because 126 suspects do a lot of damage. A lot of them. Imagine 126 pedophiles running around doing the crap that they're doing. So they were also uh, able to get 68 suspected human traffickers. So 126 suspects, 68 suspected human traffickers with that. Now, the campaign, according to the FBI officials, said that, quote, focused on identifying and locating victims of sex trafficking and then investigating and arresting the individuals and criminal enterprises involved in both uh, child sex and human trafficking. And guess what? A lot of it's coming up from the border, which we talked about before. And according to officials, um, as sick and sad as it is, and if you see the movie, you kind of get an idea. The youngest victim of sex trafficking that was just found by the FBI slash saved uh, was 11 years old. And on age, the average age, these are 15-year-olds. Yes. And, so it's, and it's girls and boys. Well, mm-hmm. not just that, Vic. You know, um, it's, it's, you know, as a dad of three, you know, I, 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 I keep an eye on my kids as much as possible. Let them have their freedoms. But in this day and age, you, you, you can walk down a, a crowded mall and if you don't pay attention I mean, in the blink of an eye you your kid can they're be gone. grabbed and they're gone and, yeah. and i you know you're talking about 11 years old as the youngest yeah 11 years old on age 15 it would not surprise me one bit if the age is even younger than that and we just don't know about it yeah no, this it, yes it is younger than that in a lot of cases no it, it happens and we talk about that that's just the latest fbi sting um that has happened and my God, if that's what they found, what isn't out there that they haven't been able to find? Uh, that just makes you wonder, like, oh, how sick it is. 
what's going to happen. The only way you can do it is by having movies like this, continuing yeah. to talk about it and having agencies that are focused on it. And of course, if you find out anything or if you hear of anything, um, you've got to let authorities know somehow, some way, what the hell's happening, what's going on, um, you know, from that standpoint. Uh, this is cancel this, cancel this show.com. Uh, did you guys have a, did, we got about 10 minutes left. Did we have something else or did you guys cover everything? Lizzie sent me a rundown lesson. I was like, damn, that looks pretty damn good. She put a lot of time into that. Was there anything you guys didn't cover yet, Lizzie, that we needed to remind people of? Well, just remember um, to like and share. And if you're ever having any problem with one platform, then make sure that you have a backup platform. But Derek, you really did kill it. And we covered just about everything we did. Now I can, you know, make you all a little jealous and show you some of my ocean pictures. But you don't <laughs> do that. did you already send them to Joe? Yeah. yeah, yeah Joe all she has to do is just show us. The okay. Sun. Show just us show the sunlight. I mean, hey, yesterday, Jonathan <laughs> Heslip with Rockwood Charcoal showed us his illuminated deep sea diving from Kuna Island. So why not see some beach how, pictures? How, today? How, how cool are those pictures? Okay. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Oh, I like Ser that. The cancel this. Yes, it's right off our deck right here. Oh, how about that? That's not fair. That ain't fair. Gulf Shores, Alabama. How's the weather right now? It is beautiful. It's For like I got up at 5 a.m. and there was sun was shining and just beautiful and the sun was coming up over the ocean. For our listeners on podcast, you can't see the video unless you go to a viewing platform, but we're showing pictures of Gulf Shores, Alabama. Lizzie, David Sparks with their beautiful daughter as well right now. The Cougar Crew from St. Louis, Missouri area, St. Charles Lutheran High. Absolutely. Lutheran St. Charles. Absolutely. And, you know, and we, we're staying in our friend's condo, and he was originally from St. Louis. Now he's from Arkansas. So my husband's trying to show you, but you can't. Where's, see where's it. everybody at? Let's see. It looks like it was during uh, pandemic times. Right. It was very early. These pictures <laughs> that I'm sending you were either at like 4.45 this morning or they were like 9 o'clock last night. That looked like the desert, the last shot, that's for sure. Uh, no, they, yeah. were, they were still sleeping from their infused <laughs> drinks. That's right. They were all still sleeping that early. Well, look at that. Isn't that nice, Lizzie? Yeah, it's really Yeah, you can't good. complain about that. No complaining. Uh, <laughs> uh, Lizzie, when do you guys come back? We come back. I will be back is. in studio on Monday. We drive back on Sunday. Okay. All right. That that sounds good. Um, we'll see you back then too, and you're on tomorrow as well. Yes. Um, this is cancel this cancel this show dot com. Um, guys, if that's all we have from there, we can call it a show right now. Yeah, um, I mean, good. there is one more thing that we have. But oh, we, what is we that? Can save it till tomorrow, maybe. But is that uh, something funny I said? Uh, no, it was uh, Obama's injured hands. What? 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 Oh, going that's on right. Here? No, yes, do yes. it. Let's do it today. All right, pop it up. Yeah. We'll pop it up. Yeah, forget about it. Okay. That. Okay, guys. Um, yes, it's not maybe, a conspiracy theory it, Friday. Hand in his face. But this was last week. This was know, after. Had to be showed. This was after the incident where his uh, chef. Um, was found dead, drowned in about eight feet of water, about 50 feet off the beach um, in Martha's Vineyard. And uh, anything can happen, but this was Obama just a few days later at a golfing event. So yes. he showed up. It was a members-only vineyards club. This was uh, on Friday. You can tell he has a black eye. He had a bandaged hand. 
And it just adds to a whole mystery, doesn't it? I mean, I try to be, I mean, I look close into this and I try to be good about everything, but we really, we really haven't heard any updates from medical examiners or any of that. But why does the former president have bandaged hands and a black eye? It just looks really strange too. Like you can tell it's him, but it's, his face is distorted. Like he was in a fight or something happened to him. it does. His face looks swollen and his mouth looks funny. Like there was a struggle. And of course, it's a conspiracy. It has not coming out. But you know, if it walks like a duck, it quacks like a duck. It's a duck. Yeah, but he's not so. big enough or strong enough or young enough to take out that other guy. If if anybody is alleging that, well, I will tell you this: look at his hand. So you know, mm-hmm. if you're wondering why he has some cuts he, on his hand, is he no longer has a chef? Apparently, does, doesn't yeah. have a knife skill. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. At the very least, he's cut his own carrots <laughs> now. Uh, he's got to cut his own uh, carrots and uh, and celery. I know. I, I'm sure yeah. people had seen this, and I, when I said, I was like, oh, you know, I'll throw it ahead we'll see we're not going to be able to show it on friday because clearly on friday our uh, we have a fantastic so- segment coming up with john moore jr moore you won't want to miss him talking about the insights of antarctica and what's happening with our military former green beret um now studies this uh does his own broadcasting on a daily basis as well um he'll talk about antarctica he'll talk about the troops that are there um he'll talk about two joe biden's um, and it's like, holy crap, the things that he said he would cover, looking very much forward to that. Um, and of course, bringing the history of how it all started and going back to World War II. So we continue to promote that as well. That's coming up on Friday. Let people know. You can always like, subscribe, share the show. Send us stars as always. Check on those platforms. We appreciate it. And just let people know. It's easy. Canceltheshow.com. Canceltheshow.com. And of course, if you know of any partners that would like to come on with us, that would like to try us out, um, last month or at least last total we'd seen that our audience reach was over 250k which is a big number and we're grateful for that but that's you guys sharing the show all right anything else dave lizzie merch coming right. merch merchandise coming. coming as merch well coming. thanks for joining us for cancel today for lizzie and david sparks pro joe Derek pratt in house thank you so much again my friend my pleasure I'm Vic Faust. Thanks for watching this episode of CancelThisShow.com. We'll see you tomorrow for our Thursday edition. That does it for this August 6th. August 2nd. Get your dates right. Come on. That's that drink he had. It's the drink. It's all August 2nd podcast. Talk to you guys later.